You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 38 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike, and, and would you please introduce yourself to the folks? My name is Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Bound to bound, diggy diggy. Um, you know what would be great? You know, it's funny though, is if we had Kid Rock on here, I think people would be disappointed because they are all looking out for the sexiest man of podcasting, Shane Diablo. I mean, hi, hey ho. Oh, hi, yes, hey, that's ho, it. Hi. Sorry, sorry for the scare, people. We actually don't. We didn't. We didn't downgrade to Kid having Kid Rock on the show. We still yeah. have Shane Diablo. When okay? you do that, dude. Well, oh man. When you got Kid Rock, yeah, oh yeah, we we're we're yeah, it's going down. It, it, the the quality's not. Ten be years ago, skyrocketing to well, the top. Well, of well the ten charts. years ago with the bar with the bar and the yeah. cow and the cowboy You'd stuff. You'd be like, yo, motherfucker, we got Kid Rock over there. Yeah, but now it's like uh, now I've it's, got Hep C and yeah. uh, and other kind of stuff, and yeah, I'm not quite as cool as I once was. And I, I don't say. have Hep C, so I'm kind of happy about that. You know what? That makes me happy because that means I don't have Hep C. Either. How are you doing? What is going on in your neck of the woods? Man, everything's good to go. I, I mean, other than uh, we've already had have we usually we get here, we talk about the week. It's like, hey, honey, how how's it going? I'm home. You know, the yeah. week's been good. Whatever. The week's been shitty. Whatever. But I'm I'm happy, man. I'm happy to be here. It's happy a little wet outside. You know what? That's it's perfect, rainy, though. creepy, uh, yes. cold, yes. windy. Yep. October. Yes. In full swing. I am stoked because my Walking Dead season three is starting Ooh. this Sunday. Is that right? I love The Walking Dead, dude. Okay. Listen, you know how I feel about it. We've talked about it a hundred times. I watch it anyway because my wife loves it, which should be kind of an indication for all you people out there. If my wife likes it, whatever. Supposedly, it's supposed to get hairy. You know what's funny? Um, Can I... Can I uh Kind of a take a little tangent here. Sure. They, you know, you realize that, I, I mean, you have, you have cable, so you don't have to worry about this. I do. But right now, Dish Network is having a, a, a little tiff with, um, AMC and some, a couple of other, uh, types, you know, and, uh, some of the other channels that those guys own. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Is, uh, basically Dish Network's not going to be running AMC and you're not going to have your Walking Dead if you have the, the Dish Network and whatnot. Yeah. And I was a little bit like, holy crap. I mean, this is stupid. What's wrong with Dish Network? I read a little bit about it. Yeah. You know what it's all about is the fact that, uh, <clears throat> Dish Network is actually standing up saying, because AMC saying, listen, if you take this, you have to take this, this, and this. You have to charge your people more because there's right. three channels and whatnot. You know what? I wish that for cable we could do a pick and choose type of channel. Oh, I would thing. love that. Yeah, but they, so that's what's going on. I thought that Dish Network was being a douche 
but they're really not. They're just kind yeah. of sticking up for people like me. Well, I don't have to worry about it because I too have cable. But yeah. I mean, they're sticking up for people so that we don't. They don't have to pay for HD net and some called we the we network, which I don't really know yeah. anything about. But it's like that's fine because obviously I don't know anything about it. So you know, why would I want to pay money for it? But so I mean, it's kind of a. It's kind of the issue is is. Basically, I'm. I mean, for those people who are going to be bummed, but Dish Network, man. I, as far as I know, they're sticking up for you. Yeah, but whatever. Well, okay. hallelujah. Thank we're not, you. We're not I here don't, to talk I, about you that. Know, I need to see my Walking Dead. Sure, you. So do. Dish Network can kiss my ass. I'll tell you what. With regular cable, though, you know what's going on right now. Uh, fall fever. Sci-fi 31 Days of Halloween. And yeah. let me tell you something about 31 Days of Halloween. They play, they don't play the greatest set of movies, okay? Sure, yeah. But they play movies that are edited for television, so I can throw them on, DVR them, throw them on, and if the kids are running in and out, you know, I don't right. have to worry about it too much. Um, but another thing that those Dish Network people are going to be missing out on is AMC's, you know, Countdown to Halloween. Oh, yeah. Dude, I love that. And for as long, I, I don't know how long it's been going on, over 10 years, but I mean, that's been the shit for me. I mean, I, yeah. I saw Kronos, Vampire Killer, mm-hmm. you know, and all sorts of weird, just weird stuff like Jesse James meets Dracula. I can't even remember the names of the oh, crappy yeah. movies, but you know, it's all good stuff, man. And this is the time that horror fans should be rejoicing. Oh yeah. And it, this is the time of the year. This is the season. And for the first time, we're My getting, going off. You, shut up. you. <laughs> Dude, it's not your phone's fault, okay? It's it's it, relax on the it's phone. It's my agent. Do, oh, sure, sure it is. Yeah, your your diamonds are die. He's agent. getting he's getting me on. Uh, I believe that you would have voice. an agent for that. Okay, well, good. Are you, as a as a drummer or I mean a singer, singer or yeah. as a judge because you, sir, are a celebrity. I don't know if you know that. No, you're a celebrity. Why do you say you're the Pooh no. Bear of podcasting, yeah, but, dude? No, okay. Whatever. I'm your I, I'm I'm the Ed McMahon to your Johnny Carson. That's not true at all. But let's move on. Okay, okay. we got some stuff to talk about. Yes, we, we got. Uh, um, uh, let's see. I wanted to. Oh, oh, the Skype movie party, man. That yes. went off without. Well, I mean, there were technical hitches, but Total, we had some a bunch good of hitches times, in there, but man. Good fun times. So here's what we've decided to do. If it works, yes. Okay, we're. I mean, if it doesn't work, you know, we'll probably drop it. But we're thinking about, and you guys need to give us a call, let or email, let us know what you think about this. Um, we're on a kind of a strict timeline here when we record. No, you know, not. I mean, it's not too uh, strict. You know, we're not like you know hurrying through shows or anything like that. But. I need to be out of here about midnight because Shane needs to go to bed and because he needs to wake up. And, Some uh, truck driving son of a yeah, bitch. Yeah, he needs to work. I got to get up and get behind the wheel. But I was thinking, but I, I thought, I thought to myself, well, you know, that was so much fun. Well, how can we, you know, when people are saying, well, we should do more of those. Well, I'm thinking that maybe the first of every month, the first Friday of every month, <clears throat> instead of doing voicemails, we do a corpse cast Skype or yeah Skype party. Yeah, that sounds you know? fun to me. And basically, here's here's the only problem though that that we we're gonna need people to volunteer to run it for us, just because I mean dealing with the show and you know and trying to get all that ready, uh, you know, plus regular you know normal life and whatnot. I don't have a lot of time to sit here and and organize a you know thing once a month. But you know, if if people are willing to help us out with that, I think we do it, man. I think that would be fun. I think it would be fun. As long as people are interested in getting on. Exactly. And, and, and if just, there's no interest, then, you know, or if there's interest once every six months or something like that, we could do that too. I mean, that's no big deal. And essentially, we just pick a movie, 
turn it on at the same time. And, and then talk until then, it's over. Yeah, and then talk until it's over. Uh, some chairs are get destroyed. Okay, Gam Gam's chair. Check out Gam Gam's chair. Listen, Gam Gam, like I, I, Gam Gam, I owe her a, a life debt because she saved my life. I almost hit the back of my head. I have to a... tell her she can't come here this year. No, you know, I'm going to buy her a nice chair. Sorry, okay. Gam Gam. You can't come to dinner because he broke your chair. All right. And I'm not willing to sit on the floor. Well, that's so Gam you know Gam. I will. Fucked in you know this what I'm going to do? I'm going to come over and I'm going to get on all fours and let Gam Gam sit on my back because I owe her that life debt. Okay. I hope you do that. I will do I that. I hope you're honorable enough that you can. And then, that off. and then me and Zephyr will go after the table scraps at uh, Thanksgiving sure. dinner. And we'll, <laughs> I'll slap some taters down the side. That would be, because you. you're a very kind Gam Gam, give him some of your yams. <laughs> Oh yes, so that, go, you that was some yams. I got some yams for you, old man. <laughs> he's ball. grabbing his balls right now, folks. I don't feel comfortable with what's going on here. But so, if anybody's willing to kind of help us out with that, let us know um, because I had a great time, man. It was so I, much fun. I enjoyed it, and uh, all that happens through the Facebook group. So you got to go and go join to the, Facebook. the Facebook group. That's and, a good point. We've know. we've had a bunch of the, we've had a bunch of people join recently, but yeah, it's, uh, fun. You know, it's uh, join up. Keep on the lookout for those uh, corpse casts. Uh, Even our party. silent soldiers out there. And there like are a you. bunch. I mean, we've had some people who, you know, there's one guy in particular who I love because he gets on like once a month to tell me how, uh, how shitty I am. At yeah, podcasts. I don't like you. But he whatever. likes me a lot. No, no, no. But, you know, you've got Zach. Zach I do. I, you know, <laughs> Zach is your your little soldier over there, and he doesn't like anything that I do, anything right, right. I say, anything I post, anything I do that. People, so I've got a guy on my side. Good, good for you know what I appreciate, and we I don't like for, we don't like dividing lines. No, we don't because we're a family. We are a me family. and you yes. in this room. Yes, we're family, and that makes me want to shed a tear. Yeah, it really. Well, that's true. <laughs> well, I I believe it. I I mean I I didn't so mean, I didn't I, mean I guess that what I'm saying is Zach Tim kiss our ass. <laughs> Right? <laughs> okay. I'm down with that. I will give you Tim if you give me Zach. They can kiss off. Kiss off? No, I'm just teasing. Listen, right. people, people are, 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 that Tim could come on and, and share his opinion all he wants. You know, it doesn't hurt my feelings. Um, I just think it's funny, but. Well, whatever. that's what it is. It it's, is. It's, 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 you know, can, it, it's what it is. Can I mention one thing before we get into stuff? Into Please. the show. I have a buddy of mine. He lives in Syracuse, New York. And you know how we say we don't really run promos and stuff like that. But okay. when we really like something, we usually mention it. Well, this is one of those times. Right. I want to just, uh, basically his name is Jason West. He's out okay. there in Syracuse and he runs a little website. Um, well, well, first of all, his website is Voltra Video, V-U-L-T-R-A Video.com. I've heard of that. You know what, you know what it is, is they're actually taking old VHS movies and distributing them. And what they do is they sell these movies and then they're going to try to make their own shot on video movies, you know, for the horror, the, you know, the retro horror fan like myself. Right. You know? And so I just wanted to get everybody to say, hey, give these guys a shot. They're, 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 uh, um, Website right now, it's it's a little bit barren because you know I mean they're they, they're still I guess trying it's to get starting this thing up. In. Yes, but go there. They've got a lot of great stuff. They already have a couple of movies that they're the distributors for. They've uh, you know got some uh, uh, faux trailers that they're putting out and stuff like that. It's really really good stuff. I just wanted to say go, pardon me, go to vulturevideo.com. They also have a Facebook page, facebook.com/slash vulturevideo. 
Uh, Facebook.com slash group slash Vulture Video. Uh, go check it out, man. I mean, I actually just bought their last one called Dead City, which is... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm not, I don't really know much about it, but that's, it's perfect. And, it, you know, so it's like, okay, well, I got to make sure... That sounds familiar to me for some reason. Well, I can't wait to get it because I, I bought it. it it's a little... I mean, and I'll be honest, they're a little bit expensive. They're 30 bucks plus $5 shipping anywhere in the U.S. But if you're not in the U.S., so you'll just have to pay shipping. It's a little bit steep, but... Every every dollar you send in, you know that they'll put to their to to their you know making their movies and whatnot. You know what's funny is I actually got my VCR fired up working again this last week. Oh, how was that? It, well, it's funny because it's like, <clears throat> you know the game Clue, the board game Clue. Yeah. Well, there's love it. Back in the '80s, apparently, or, or maybe '90s, I don't know. There was a video game. You know those like like oh hi, here's a videotape that goes along with the game. Oh yeah yeah. And I was yeah. playing, you know, and it's funny because my father-in-law he keeps everything and everything that he has is in pristine like uh, condition. condition. Yeah. yeah. So basically, my daughter was going through some of his stuff, and she's and she saw this clue game, the VCR game, and it, like I said, all the cards are there, everything's going. We played that as a family. It was so much fun, dude. I know. I got my ass kicked because here's the thing: you have to watch a video, you know, and then you know, and they'll say, and then you'll get clues saying, "Oh, well, so and so who was smoking a cigar in the video killed this person," you know, and he would just give you all sorts of clues. I'm not very good at watching a movie and like absorbing everything, so I got my ass kicked by my daughter and my wife. But I'll tell you what, it was fun. Yeah, it was so. Much I fun. saw that for like uh, God, I can't remember what it was, but when I was at uh, Toys R Us a couple of years ago, I bet they have DVD like DVD though. versions. Let me tell you, but I got to like that a up. creepy horror kind really? of a game. Yeah, I would, there, I would love to check that out. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, it was like uh, Here, here's the problem with with VHS because it's like. You could every once in a while, if you didn't remember stuff, you picked a card. You can choose to replay a scene yeah, and stuff like that. It's that's funny. A mess. It's funny because I like I would like rewind. I would like ch- like on purpose choose a scene that was two scenes ahead of the one that I actually need to watch, right. so I can watch it and, and rewind. You know, fast forward back. You know, so, so you I could cheat. So I could try to absorb that. But you know, it's VHS. What do you? How you're else a you cheater do? with your wife no, and your daughter. What, what are you gonna do? What am I gonna do? Close my eyes and I wouldn't know when to stop it to watch the you know to watch the other clip. Come on. Anyway, it's fun times. This episode, let's get on with the episode. Yes. Said everything I wanted to say. We are going to be talking about um, a band that, that Shane, you may have heard of. Yeah, I played drums for him. Wait, wait, wait. You played drums uh-huh. for Die Monster yeah, Die? What? I do. What? I played drums for this band. So, okay. You know, it's funny because I was thinking to myself, you know, when are we going to do some Die Monster Die? You put it on the list. I am stoked to shit to talk about it. I cannot wait. We're going to be doing an album from what year? 2005. Only the Dead Will Survive. Yeah. And then we're going to be talking about a movie called Prince of Darkness, the John Carpenter classic, what, you know, what have you. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, we were going to do Bad Biology, but we bumped that back till November. Because we felt like, you know, it's October. It's, it's Halloween-y. It, it, it's more, it's way more Halloween-y than, uh, you know, than, because Bad it's, Biology is just kind of a... I'm feeling it with tonight, with the yeah. rain and the wind and the it's cold. It's a perfect night for it, man. This month is time for some Halloween. And that, and that's why we did the switch. Don't worry, we'll get back to Bad Biology. I've seen it before. It's a hilariously awesome movie. Shane can't wait to watch it. He's probably going to have his mouth agape as he watches Bad Biology, uh-huh. but whatever. Oh, as I do every movie. <laughs> awesome. But I'm, I'm stoked to talk about some Die Monster Die and some Prince of Darkness. But as the usual, uh, System goes here at CorpseCast. We have a ton of voicemails to get through. So, um, why don't I mention the, the, uh, question, question of, of the, the episode. episode? Question for last episode was, um, what was the last horror movie that you've actually been excited to see in the theater? 
Yeah. And there you go. So why don't we go ahead and uh, get into the voicemails? Good. All right, we're going to get into some voicemails here yeah. pretty quick. But I just want to let everybody know, I want to give them a little teaser, you know, kind of whet their appetite for something. Yeah. I just We just got a call from the guys who were running the super secret. Yeah, the uh, Operation Mind Crime guys. Yeah, and they told us that it's up and running. We're not going to give too much, too many details right now. Sure, but because I want to go home and check it out, and I want to see how it's going. But but it doesn't matter. It's too late. It's up. Sure, it's up. It, people, it's up, and it's it's it we it, it's it's on. I'm stoked as shit. But yeah. also, we are going to. Uh, I just wanted to let everyone know. Check the website, okay? Because I'm tomorrow when I when I release this episode, I'm gonna make some uh, links to the super secret and stuff like that, and it yeah. should be up and running. And oh, heavens to bets! It'll be hot. I think. Yeah. I think it'll end up being hot, actually. Yeah. But the task at hand, we have some voicemails. VMs. Uh, let's see. Phone. Alan called in. Alan. Mike Shane, how's it going? Good. Man, that uh, Skype movie party, that was a lot of fun. So much fun. I'll definitely do it again. Um, anyway, on to the thing about uh, what was the last horror movie in theaters I was really excited about. Yep. Got to think about that for a while. I mean, that's... It's been... Yeah, man. I guess maybe Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shane just gave you, you know, the wrinkled nose. Oh, really? Others I know I wanted to see, but... I can't remember if Friday the 13th remake came out before or after Halloween 2. Oh, okay. And you wanted to see it, but yeah. I was really worried that it was going to suck because <laughs> at the time I didn't care for that I, all that stuff I'd seen by that director I didn't like. Yep. Nispel? Um, I mean, Marcus? horror in the theater is really becoming less and less... It's, I don't know, mainstream or whatever, or maybe yeah. the mainstream stuff is not what I'm wanting to see. Right. It seems like I get more excited about horror stuff coming out on DVD, and horror's kind of gone back to its grindhouse roots that, Absolutely. yeah, we get a few on the big screen, but the really good stuff uh, ends up heading out on DVD, yep. um, or real limited theatrical run, and where I live, we really don't get them much. <laughs> oh, man. That's it. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Love it. There you In go. and out, it, Alan. He's like, I've got something to say. I'm going to say it, and I'm going to get out. I'm not going to waste your time. Part of the party, man. He was there. You know, what's funny is he was he was talking and stuff. I mean, yeah. he was actually talking during In the and party. hanging. He, he didn't hanging. Like just like his last voice from. Yeah. Uh, you know who called in next? Tony? Who that? A little a little gentleman we like to call Jesus and slaves. Jesus and slaves. Here's, here's Chris. Mike and Shane, you sexy motherfuckers. It is Mr. Morrissey of Utah, Jesus and Slaves. Um, I don't know what yeah. the fuck happened. Somehow I got one episode behind. So the conversation with Shane about that question in the episode, I kept waiting for it. I was like, what the fuck's going on? And so my iTunes didn't update it quick what? enough or some shit. I don't know what the fuck happened. But Technology. The question, the episode about uh, do you have to believe in demons to get scared by or enjoy movies? Um, I, 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 damn, Mike, I got some animosity from you there. I no, I no, think no. If I remember right, you called me a cynical asshole, which Ooh, you are. But uh, we love you. Guilty as charged on both counts, but <laughs> fuck you. F um, as far as the question, 
I, I look at horror movies like a roller coaster ride. You don't think you're going to die. It's gone off a million times. You know you're not going to die, but it still scares the shit out of you. But you might die. So I don't believe exactly. in ghosts, but I still love the the ghost movies. A paranormal activity is like a anniversary thing for me and my wife. We go see the new one. It happens to come out right around oh, nice. anniversary, and I love it. It's, I don't have nightmares and it doesn't keep me up at night because sure. I don't believe in ghosts but and I still enjoy the shit out of it sure absolutely and then what I was saying to Shane about Exorcist I love the Exorcist but it was definitely more scary when I was more open to believing that shit when I was a little kid when <laughs> imagination has more control over your life right. so I honestly the people that I know that believe in God and Satan and heaven and hell won't even go to these movies because it's too terrifying what? to them. So I kind of feel like the people That's that really enjoy these... probably the majority these, of people. Could be. Somewhere, even if they don't admit it to themselves, in the back of their mind, they totally don't really believe in it or they wouldn't be able to handle it. I mean, it, it like a progressive entrapment on a Ouija board and shit like that. I tried to become entrapped. I played a Ouija board by myself every day for a few months and in a graveyard in a small town and I never was possessed by demons. Yeah, when so you're, yeah. Wow, okay. A few other experiments. Black candles, everything. It's like, come skeptic, at me, but come at me. I would Burgers? love to see some shit like that. Yep. But, all right, I guess that's, I fucking love those movies. I love all horror movies. I, For me, it's the ones that scare me are the ones that are more of a realistic, this could happen, serial killer, fucking sure. psycho the strangers, they're uh, well, Ted Bundy well, you told around me about this a neighborhood, killing girls and burying them. That type of shit. Yeah, one time gets that's to me more than demons, shit. but I love yeah. the fuck out of all those movies. So uh, that's that for me. I hope you guys have a wonderful fucking podcasting mm. schnoodle fest over there. Oh, we will tonight. <laughs> and uh, go yes. fuck yourselves. Yeah, we will. You, you know what? He had. So, but first of all, let me let me just say, Chris. Uh, obviously, you know that how much I love you so so very very much. Yeah. You know, and so I figure I can give him a little bit of shit, right? You know, sure, why like not? I, I feel like the people who I love, uh, the, the more I love you, the can more shit I give husband. you. Yeah, it's like the beatings I get. Exactly. You know? So I don't. I you know okay. So I just wipe it up. You know, I you, clean you, up the blood off the carpet when you leave, <laughs> and I just go, well, you know, next week he'll be different. <laughs> It'd be he's, different next He's week. a good person, but he's just... He's a good person inside, Mama. <laughs> he loves me for me. You know, he did say that he was done, but he actually called back in for another oh. short one, so let's listen to that one. Hey, sexy motherfuckers. It's me again, Morrissey of Utah. Um, we love you. I forgot. I wanted to answer the uh, the soundtracks question or the movie scores. Oh, yeah. But, uh, cool. Nobody said... One of my favorites is uh, Natural Born Killers. I don't... It's, uh, you oh, wouldn't really consider so it a long. horror movie, but it's oh, an ultraviolet. Yeah. Well, it's definitely kind of an exploitation type of deal. Movie I fucking love, and it has a great soundtrack. Yeah, that Woody <laughs> Some L Seven, Nine Inch Nails, Cowboy Junkies, yep. fuck Patsy Cline. It's yeah. great, a yep. great soundtrack. Yeah. So that that one is on the top of my list, and then the, I can't remember who it was, but the Crow that. That one. Oh, that one was so cure. good. Dude. I think there was a really. I awesome added the crow to the, what we're doing for a movie too. Soundtrack so. too, but we got to do it. Other than that, or eight millimeter, I think too. That was oh, kind of dude. a suspense horror movie, but that one had a good soundtrack. Eight millimeter freak. Either way, go that. fuck yourselves. Freak me out. <laughs> 
I will go F myself. You know what? Let me let me tell you something. Before I talk about 8mm a little bit, let me just say how happy I am Chris called back in, man. I, yeah. I freaking love that guy so much. You know, we live so close together, but I don't feel like I, you know, and you hang out with him once a week at yeah. least, right? We do our I, porcupine. I don't feel like I get to hang out with him enough, man. I, I really don't. I miss him. It's like he's right no. here. It, I've always called him the best friend I never got to hang out with. Now I get to hang out with him every week. Wow. You know what? You are a lucky guy. You are really lucky. Every week. Wait, and I bet you guys rock the shit, dude. Oh, dude. Just wait till you hear it. I can't wait. I really. The thing is, is he's he's obviously passionate about what he does, and oh, so yeah. you know, and passion usually equals good stuff. So great songwriter, go. great lyrics. Morrissey of Utah, right? The Morrissey of Utah. There you go. Eight millimeter. Let's talk about it. You have never seen eight millimeter with Nick Cage. That, no. That movie. No, I now I don't want to see it. No, it's good. Well, I don't like Nicolas Cage at all. First Other of, than Raising Arizona, that's first the only of all, movie I said. First of all, acceptable. shame on you, son, because he've, he's done like Face Off, and did you not like Face Off? It was all right. Did you like Con Air? Well, that was all right too. All right, he, those are my two favorite. Oh, well, he had a mullet, in mullet there, and I know how you feel about mullets. Okay, I'm gonna grow a skullet, and just we'll see. We'll see. I want you to grow a skullet. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm actually not gonna grow. A skullet I want you at all. to grow a skullet and s- smash a fucking watermelon. <laughs> I would That's be Gallagher. That would be the video Gallagher of Utah. I would, you know what? If and that happened, you have one of those little hats. I've seen you wear I the do. little hat. I do. Like you the- grow a skullet and you wear that little hat and you smash a watermelon. <laughs> I'll be your best friend forever. That- I want video of that on the group. I'll be your best friend. It'll, t- it'll take months for, for me to grow a skullet. First of all, because I just, I just, I'm, I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm freshly shaved right now. I know. I mean, but you know, whatever. you wouldn't do that for corpse castians. I don't know. It'd take a long time. It would be out. Oh, to, for me to get to Gallagher's uh, like like awesomeness, just, it, would, it would take till next summer. Just going ape shit on some fruit. You should check out Eight Millimeter. It's it's the smash them. It's not necessarily a horror movie, but there is a band. Oh my gosh, I can't remember the name. Bile, a, a band named Bile, uh-huh. and they had a song in a movie with D. Snyder called Strangeland, which I can't remember what the song's called exactly, but they have this song that was pretty like da, 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 easy to listen to, but the band, so so what I did is I went out and bought a bunch of Bile CDs, and it's just like raw, gnarly, like like kind of Nine Inch Nailsy, except for more evil type of deal. I would say go check out Bile, man, because that's a, that's basically a lot of what goes. Well, I don't know, but but uh, there's a lot of Bile in that movie, and it scares me, and, and it does. It gives me that evil feeling Ooh, in my that's gut. That's good. So check it out, man. Eight millimeter. I don't. I don't know. It's all about like snuff films and stuff like that. So it's a little yeah, bit. I've never. I've heard of the title, but never bothered to watch it. Check it out. It's pretty good. Um, let's see. We had a call from Dave. Dave from Devour. Oh, yeah. What's this guy? He's going to yell at us. Yeah, he hates Um, me. I'm going to apologize right now if I sound a little odd or if I sound like I'm breathing heavily. It's uh, because I was just We're hot. We get it. And there's all kinds of dirt and dust in my sinuses now. Oh, please. That's really awesome. We just turn you on, Dave. Um, I'm super behind on questions of the episode, so I don't know. Just go for it. The question of the episode last episode was. I didn't get that far yet. I was too busy listening to voicemails and remembering I forgot to call in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, going back a couple episodes, you did um, 
pornography, which I've oh, already dear. complained about profusely on the Facebook page. Yeah. I really don't like that album for various reasons. Um, it, long and short of it is, it's just, it's not a very interesting album to me. It's probably the most commercial. To like their home, brother. Nymphetamine are kind of what I would consider to be the black album and the reload or load albums of Cradle's <laughs> discography. Sure. Um, they're pretty horrible, to be honest. <laughs> I actually can't listen to them anymore because there's various reasons tied in with why I won't listen to them anymore, aside from they're just grating on my nerves. Um, <laughs> I will admit that when I, you played the minute, that wasn't quite a minute, I was like, oh, huh, this isn't nearly as terrible as I remember, but <laughs> not enough that I would actually go back and re-listen to the album. It happens. Although I do have it on my iTunes and my iPod, because I fucking have all their albums. You're but, a completist. Uh, I get got it. to be on the Devil's Thunder is a way better album. I agree. And I like that one Dark better. Darkness of Versa is also a really good album. I have not yet so, to get into that one yet, but I want to. Just a better album. Both those albums are really good. I'll buy that. Um, personally, I'm a much bigger fan of their older stuff. Uh, principally, when we flash the first album, I like that eh, one. I love eh. that one. I hate to admit, I love it. It's okay. There's maybe four or five good songs on it total. The rest of it's just kind of. Honestly, crap. Um, <laughs> Vampire and Dusk and Her Embrace are way better. Dusk and Her Embrace being probably my favorite. Plus, Vampire has a hotter Equal cover. Is really good. Midian. Eh. I like Midian, man. That was Midian's how I got, got introduced good, to the band. Has a few good songs on it, but some of it just feels like filler. I mean, could be. I Kapu, agree. Dawn is great. Uh, Saffron's Curse is kind of a filler song. Death Magic for Adepts is kind of a filler song. Lord of Abortions, eh, it's all right. You guys Google are speaking in uh, Tonga, as far as I'm no, concerned. No, we're not. No, we're not. Death Jesus and Lieutenant Mark Oh, right. Uh, question <laughs> of the episode about do you need or believe in something to enjoy a horror film? I don't believe so. <laughs> Bad joke there. No, uh, oh, no snap, I don't think son. so. Uh, personally, I'm not a fan of The Exorcist. I've said that before, and people get yeah, all kinds of shit about that, because like, oh my god, you're not The Exorcist. What are you, 12 uh, years old, like Dave? I'm sorry. What is that voice? I read the book Come on. when I was 15, Sound and like thought, this is kind of dumb. And then I watched the movie, and I was like, oh, this is okay, Hi, I guess. Guys. And I've only watched it maybe, honestly, uh, three or four times in my life, and every time I've watched it, there's just been something about it that I'm just like, I don't. Get it. This isn't We're going to be talking about that movie level. soon. You're and there gonna, is an actual gonna, fuller explanation be reinvigorated when we that do I'm it. not going to get yeah. into right now because it's going to take forever and it has to do with my beliefs on my issues with religion and I don't want to get into that either because that's a discussion for another time and another place. I would like to have that with um, you, Dave. Basically, I'm not a fan of The Exorcist. It's not a movie I like particularly. but It happens. Uh, I don't necessarily believe in ghosts or demons or anything like that, but I do enjoy a good ghost movie because I think they're creepy as fuck. <laughs> uh, paranormal Activity, not so much. However, I thought Insidious was really good. I really like that movie. I like that movie, too. Um, yeah. you know, I like I Paranormal, movies typically are pretty good. I do, too. When they're done well, they can be really creepy, just because it's that... I think it's it works on the idea of the unseen doing something, you know? It's kind of like when you uh, watch old, really old horror films where you don't really see what's happening. You just see a shadow moving. Right. That's way scarier than, you know, some guy with an axe coming at you. Which, Grant, can be also fucking terrifying. But it's, I think it's also kind of <laughs> creepy just, you know, when you're walking down the street and you see a shadow. That's a hell of a lot scarier, you know, because your mind fills in what could that could that shadow be. And usually and your you mind know, does a better job than what they can do. I get it. Some asshole with an axe coming at you. You know, whatever happens, I don't typically have that problem, but, you know, I have other things to worry about, like crazy people with guns, because, you know, that's where I live. Yeah, he comes um, from Oaktown. 
So, yeah, yeah I don't believe in demons oh, or ghosts. Or is that what he calls it? <laughs> is that what people call it? Where Chevy Chase was in vacation. The movies? I mean, Ooh, I like vampire hot. movies most Excuse of me, Holmes. I sure as shit don't believe in vampires. And Roll them up. <laughs> most of the people who claim to be vampires just make me laugh and point at them. Oh, they're deep, uh, because dude. Because I'm an asshole. They're deep. Uh, you know, I dig werewolf movies. I don't particularly believe in werewolves because that's kind of a sure horrifying idea. Although it, it would be cool. I would say that. I don't know if it would be cool. Again, I think I talked about this. I don't know if it would be cool, but still, you know, we haven't I, I get that you. far yet, and I don't think anybody wants to see what happens if we actually try a di- Island of Doctor Moreau situation. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that. yep, that's about it. Um, God damn it, Mike! Do you guys need to fucking cover Dusk and Her Embrace? It's a good album. That's your domain, machine. Did you hear that, um, Gur? He was angry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> always love the show, even though I'm a little bit behind trying to catch up with that's stuff. Cool, man. Um, <clears throat> fucking, I've got so many other shows that I'm listening to. And it happens. Sometimes you guys are covering a movie that I haven't seen yet that I want to see, and I don't want to spoil it because you're going to talk about it, and, you know. And we do, we so do a lot that. of spoiling. But, uh, keep it's the fun. great work. I'm going to try and it come happens. in for the next Skype show or Skype event. Yeah, that was like so much fun. I'd like to get Dave in on that. I'd like him to tell tell him a thing or two. And it turns out I was watching fucking Walking Dead. So caught up on season two. yelling at each other the whole time. No, we won't. Uh, have a good night, guys, Break and I will look forward to whatever <laughs> it is you are talking about on this new episode, because I don't know. I haven't finished the last episode. It happens. What are you going to do? So, that's about it. Well, David, thank you for calling in, yeah. man. Yeah. Dave! He was fairly cordial. I thought, because he usually calls in to yell at me for some opinion. Yeah. or well, Dave, you, know, you kicked ass. Listen, I, it's all out of love. It's all out of love, okay? I we get agree it. to I get disagree it. on exactly. different things. Exactly. You know, we are adults, David. So we can agree and, and disagree. you guys love your cradle of filth. I love cradle of and filth. And that's fine. I love it. And I let you have it. Dude, all I'm saying is is he may be right, but about adding all those other cradle albums. But you know what? That's up to you. Okay? That is your domain. I picked the movies. You picked the music. Shane just gave me another like 20, 15 albums to put on yeah. the list. So I'm we stuck. got some shit. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. You know, well, each his own. Good. Every person is individual with their own thoughts about rock and roll and everything else. <laughs> Politics, religion, everything. Yes, yes. Everyone gets to have their own opinion. Absolutely. That's the great thing. About you know what? And unlike normal people, we're crap. just going to accept people, okay? Yeah. We're just going to accept them and we're going to love everybody because I'm such a loving fella. And I know Shane is. Shane is like a super loving fella. Of course. Gracie's poppy called in. GB. Yes. What up, y'all? Yo. G to the P in his house. Oh, he's got the what? Yeah, I'm in a little bit of a goofy mood. Okay, yeah. No, he's All right, drinking so, fireball. My brainstorm for the month. Uh, as a group, we should officially name October, the month of Halloween. Yes. As Universal Monsters Month. Yeah, he's going for there, that. On, I proclaimed on the it, Facebook and so page. shall it be. So that's the biz. Good enough for me. That's fine. Right. It's the biz. Uh, Let's see, question of the month. Wait, I'm going to pause it. What? I'm going to pause it. First of all, we don't have question of the month, so I'm excited to see what he says. I think he's a little bit having that juggle rum, but whatever. Fireball, let me, dude. It's about fireball. <laughs> um, let me explain something to you about universal horror movies. Those those are some of the best movies at creating an atmosphere, but you want to know why I love them so much? Uh, d- yes, I want to know. Because I can watch those all with the kids and indoctrinate them into what we've got going on here. Well, that's where we all grew up, right? Uh, well, I don't know. I, well, well, well I my, mean, dad, yes, my dad was a non-rated art type of movie. Everybody saw The Wolfman. 
Creature from the Black Lagoon. Maybe. I I felt like I was a little sheltered. But anyways, let's finish uh, GP. He actually called in again, so this isn't really his finish. So I can't wait to see if he lies to tell us that that's all he's got to say because he has more to say, but we'll see. What was the last horror movie that I was uh, all geared up to go to theaters for? Yep. The last movie that I wanted, horror movie I want to go see in theaters? That would have been Little Wolfman. Yeah. Uh, Oh, uh, good one. I watched that. Uh, from his link today. Oh, did you? Um, the other day. No, no, he's talking about the 2010. That's really. Oh, I mean, I used, to, I used to. I guess I used to be like Mike Never when I was that. younger. I would go to see a movie at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. Yeah, that's you know, me. When I was, I was you know, young. When I had, had some kids. money, not a lot of expenses. Yep, exactly. It was a. Uh, I love movies, so that's what I did. F Nowadays, <sighs> it's too much crap. It's. I mean, not, not so much the movies, but. How overpriced everything is, and how much of a big reduction. Oh, yeah. I can't even take the kids anymore to see movies because it costs like fifty fucking bucks to take all three of my kids. And know? he's right on the money. All, yes, I had, even with sneaking food in. Hell, my uh, hotel Transylvania my went to uh, South Dakota for a week. I paused yeah. it. Hotel Transylvania between snacks and drinks and movie, it almost cost me a hundred bucks, dude. Halloweeny took me and my son yeah. to see that. To which one? Frankenweenie. Frankenweenie. Uh, Frank yeah, yeah Frankenweenie. Okay. Uh-huh. I've got, I got on the brains. <laughs> yeah? Uh, I want to see your Halloweenie. You got a thin urethra like a Hank Hill? Or no, I got a one? thick as shit. Trust really? me. I've been through Dude, the whole sh- I've been through sh- the whole the kidney stone thing. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. That's you right. Got the, yeah, I said the Frankenweenies. Was it good, by the way? It was pretty good. Was it that- was entertaining. A lot of little... Nods to classic horror films all over the place in that thing. It was really good. I'm thinking about taking the kids Sunday. Yeah, and it's clean as a whistle. Oh, I mean, good. it's really fun, cool. It's black and white. It's cool. Sure. But, dude, literally $45. Yeah, for drinks, two people. Yeah. Tickets. We saw the 3D, so yeah. it was 7 bucks a person. Oh, but you went during the day, so just think if you took them at night, that would be like 14 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this was the person. Sunday Sunday special or whatever. Yeah, that's, and the, Early you know, bird. That's what I'm going to do from now on. I mean, I take the kids, like Saturdays are too busy, especially during football season and whatnot. But it's like, uh, yeah, Sunday afternoon, especially here, is... Dude, is, is there was seven people in the theater. Yeah. Even for like blockbusters, Sunday afternoons yeah. here is is a perfect time to take the family. I'm going to do that this this. But Sunday. it cost me forty five bucks. We got popcorn, two drinks, and he likes a little bag of mixed candy, you know. So you scoop that shit, and every time he goes, <laughs> it's like whoa, dude. Okay, <laughs> like because they like the bulk. S- they put like that the sucker on the wear, like you know, sure. it's a big bag of. Wind, where do you where like, do you go see a movie? A thirty third, thirty third down here at Century. Yeah, okay, Century, cool. yeah, Century. But dude. Yeah, so forty five bucks. Oh yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, anyway, Gracie's poppy. I was left alone here for a whole week. I had one day off where I could do whatever I wanted to do. It didn't even occur to me to go see a movie. Yeah, I I, I thought about it after. I said, damn, maybe I could have to. I could have checked a flick. Yeah, but yeah, no. that's the way it goes. Now I'm just happy to uh, to wait until it comes out on Netflix or whatever. Yeah, me so, too. That's that. Me, me too. too. Totally. Uh, easy o. Oh, <laughs> gotta tell you, I goofed on him when I saw the. I mean, how can I? I it looks so damn well, silly. Cheesy, come on. The uh, the video, but you know, listening to him without actually seeing them sounds you know like you would expect for an eighties hair band. Absolutely, and, that's what I'm you know, saying. I'm bust on that because that was one of my staples growing up. So without a doubt, it was decent. Uh, eh, not something I'm going to like. You know, 
check out on a regular basis, but I it was fine to me. It sounded it sounded like a like a whole different type of like I kept on thinking you know I heard this sound before I heard this it, it copied a lot of the different eighties uh, hair metal sounds so. Yep, and fit right in. This one's short and sweet. This is this is done for me. I'm done. I'm out of here, and I will talk to y'all later. Not promises, promises. He called yeah. in one more time. Promise, promises. Hey guys, we got something. Of course, um, I was bummed that I couldn't join you guys for the Skype thing. Yeah. It sounded really cool, and I really like to you know, you know, meet kind of with you guys on Skype. Um. I want him on the fireball. You're thinking about doing this. Like, damn, he was on on some kind of almost regular basis. (laughs) Um, But on a Friday night where it's near impossible for me to to join in. That sucks. Because I don't get home until, you know, 1.30 a.m. Eastern time. That sucks. Um, If you you did it, like, on a Saturday, like last time, I do get home earlier on Saturday. And if I could, like, join it in progress, that would be a cool thing. But, um, we'll switch it up, maybe if we get enough know, demand. It's yeah. it's we'll I, yeah, I just you like gotta, you know, we, say hi to Shane's you. Shane's got to switch know, around like face some face stuff. Of, yeah, it's you know, once a month. I mean, the, uh, that's easy enough to pull off. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. But you know, don't you know? Don't hold it up on my account. You know, you know, just me like, compared to to the rest of the group. Whatever works for them. Uh, and maybe you know someday we could figure out something later. But I just want to throw that in, and I will talk to you guys later. Hey, baby, GP, I've got Skype on my tablets. <laughs> no shit. So you could go, hey, bro, uh, let's get a little Skype call, calling, you know, let's call, call and call each other. I've got, I've got Skype at work. The problem is I don't, and so I'm, I'm like chatting with people all day at work from the podcast. Well, from the, I'm just saying, community. get on some of that fireball and give me a shoot. Yeah. You know what? Why don't you set something up with this individual? If you jangle. can't make it I'm Mr. Bo Jangles over here. I don't even know what that means. Dude. Right, jingle, jangle. Give okay. me a jangle on that motherfucker. Let's do it. Let's party. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jake the Snake called in. What's up? Jake the Snake. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll jump from right into the question of the episode right now. Was the last horror film I've been excited to see up on the big screen? Yes. Very good question, guys. Thank um, you. you know, yeah, I've been wanting to see a bunch of movies on the big screen, but you know, one thing is, you know, I get too lazy to drive to my local theater. <laughs> I mean, really, the closest one that, to me, which is like a walk <laughs> yes. away, is the IMAX. And well, not only do they not play everything, but <laughs> damn expensive. And yeah, you, know, you gotta see IMAX movies just once in a while. Oh yeah. oh yeah, we have an so IMAX here. Dizzy. No problem. And, well, the other reason I don't, I'm probably not. You got a couple of movies downtown in South Jordan. Also because of money, you know, too. So, you know, there are a few I wanted to see. Like, I wanted to see The Possession, you know, but I missed my chance. And now I'm thinking, you know what, I guess I can check that out on DVD. Right. And, you know, I I do want to see this movie, Sinister, that's just come out. Yeah. I want to see that too, man. It's looking juicy. It is. 40 minutes too late for the Not not even for Ethan Hawke. Whatever. What? You don't love Ethan Hawke? That's all right. There is one series, actually, that I'm always want to catch on the big screen. And I think the next movie comes out 
next week. And Ooh. you know damn well I'm going to be there. Paranormal activity. And so you probably figured out Snapping right now that I am talking about well, the well, paranormal be, uh, activity. I'm going to be right there at the yep, midnight show. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be. Well, let me tell you about. <laughs> you better first, act somebody. <laughs> Easy there. I don't like the way you're movie. looking totally in my eyes. Of, of all really the hype and hearing about how much of a scary <laughs> movie <laughs> it is. So I checked out just a few weeks. You are a white guy into though. it being out. I want to say, and it was, it was a light crowd, and then the. Some guys that were in there were kind of being the bigger jackasses, oh, but you know that's they were jackasses enough that, uh, you know, oh, it took me out of the movie by shaking me up with anger and thinking of ways they'll never be heard of again. Easy, Jacob. Yeah, but I mean, they were pretty damn tame compared to like when I went to see Saw Four or. I am legend. Ooh, I'll save those yeah, stories yeah. for another day. Please do. Thank you. Second <laughs> movie I, when I went to see, I saw an early matinee showing, and believe me, I was the only one there. Seriously. Really? I, I kind of like this experience when I'm the only one there, you know, because you get less of the jackasses, but oh. a movie like Amen. a paranormal activity movie, oh boy, that's a little creepy. Yeah, absolutely. But I went to the midnight showing of Part Three last year, and you know, it was a big crowd. And I'm you know, I'm just getting so worried. I, I mean, I forgot to mention another reason. I probably don't go up to the movies as much as I used to is because they'll shoot you in the theater at the movies these days. I do not know if you knew that. Yeah. But they are, I mean, between young shit to screen and being on your cell phones. Oh, yeah. Parents- I'm pausing it right now. If you, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much I've talked about it here yeah. on, the, on the show, but that is the worst. When you have somebody who's inconsiderate, that you go to a movie and thinks that, that they can just that behave as if they were like it, at their own house. That's F- why I go on Sundays because Absolutely. it's just a few people. But. Are you like me when you sit down in the theater and you're like looking down? Cause I like the higher back seats, sure. you know, back uh-huh. in the, and you can look over and see people on your phone. You've already spotted him out going, that motherfucker. If he does that, <laughs> I do that I, too. I do. You, you know, know, you know, what's funny is there have been a couple of times that I'm like, okay, see that guy in row three. I got to watch that guy because, yeah. you know, and I don't like want to be the enforcer, but it's like, you know what? This douchebag's on his phone. It's not like they do three or four. I mean, they, Go, hey, don't be an asshole. Turn your phone off. Yes. And then the commercial after that. Ding. We're starting the movie. Turn, Turn your yourself phone off. off. You know what's funny? is a couple of, well, I don't know if it's funny, but I've gone down a couple of times when there's people like that. You typically not, you know, in a kid show or whatever. I, I give some allowances if there's a bunch of kids in there, right? I mean, yeah, you know, plus, plus it's typically, that. it's typically movies that don't really, you know, care as much about. But there's been a couple of times where I've actually moved behind those people and just started kicking their chair. You know, to be an asshole because it's yeah. like you know, listen, you're ruining this for me, people. You're talking, you're doing whatever, and it's expensive to do that. So you know what? That's the thing, and that's what I mean. Honestly, that is one of the main reasons 
expense yeah that i mean that sucks but the biggest reason is watching a movie with people who don't give a shit that they're in public that in there yeah. you know not being considerate that's the main reason why i don't go to as many movies anymore yeah but whatever here i'm Jeff. with you on that i'm probably the only person in the world who can like completely ignore my cell phone for the length of oh, time yeah the me movie too man runs. But I'm with Am you. I it seems like people can't do it. I'll piss in someone's fucking yeah, bucket of popcorn. Well, well, I miss them. <laughs> Next time she they do that to me, I'll bad. walk over and fucking piss but in it and go, yeah. Well, well, I'm just doing this because it's fun. Yeah, exactly. Oh because this is what I really do at home. You're doing shit you should be doing at home. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Been at a movie with. I mean, you know, people screaming at the right parts. And basically, they're just making the movie experience kind of saying it needs to be yeah yeah he i mean probably the best reaction i saw from that whole movie was this guy sitting in front of me and it was the scene when the demon's standing right behind the babysitter <laughs> in the bed sheet and this guy goes oh hell no <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a difference yeah there is absolutely right there People but who are into the movie, it's okay. Activity for I am totally looking forward. I am to. too, man. And who knows what this will be? I don't understand how they can keep I these mean, going, but I'm going to keep going. Go yeah. to a midnight show the best of those. most likely. Yep. So hopefully, the crowd that went to see Paranormal Activity three is there too. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Bye <laughs> bye. Easy, uh, Irma Gersh called in. Let, let me Gersh. tell you something about Irma yeah, Gersh, first of all. tell me about he it. He drew a little hot rod. Awesome. A, cor- a corpse cast hot rod, and I actually have it at my house right now. Uh, my, I, I, you know, I haven't been able to go home you, and check it out because I showed it to that on a jacket for you or something? I don't know. I haven't been able to go home, but well, I, but my wife, I, I asked her to open it up and check it out and whatever, and she, and, and she actually said, hey, there's a DVD in here. So, I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. Why don't you bring what? What's the DVD? She explained it to me, and I'm like, okay. Then I had to drop something off to her, and she gave, and I said, bring that DVD because I'm going to give it to Shane. And guess yeah. what? Irma Gersh is the man. He sent us DVDs. He, he sent did. us original artwork. I've got it. Yep. Original artwork, and I got my DVD right here. The Last Man on Earth, and The Devil's Messenger. Lon Chaney. A nice little public domain, you know, compilation yeah. there. There you go. But I've got it right here. It's right there Irma in Gersh, your grubby little hands. There you go. Sweetie little Petey. Let's hear what he's got to say. Yeah. What's up, guys? It's the EMG rep of the 406. How the fuck are you guys doing tonight? We're okay. I'm doing pretty good. It's been a long Monday, but fuck it, whatever. (laughs) I got to say one thing first. Of all the guys that do the Corpse Cast, you two are quite possibly my most favorite fellas. Love you guys to death. I'm pausing it right here. I'm pausing it right of here. All the guys that do of all the guys cast? who do the corporate cast, basically me and you, we're his favorites. Yeah. I hope so. It better happen. If, we're, if, if he's listening to the corpse cast. Better he's, recognize. <laughs> he's like, we're his two favorite corpse castians. That we're, makes, his, we're, we're his buddies. That makes me happy that, that out of the two, we're the two best. Okay? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you just, it's entertaining throughout the whole work day. We anyway, appreciate enough it, of the jibber-jabber, because I sound like I have an IQ of a dump truck, but <laughs> that's probably the truth. Question of the episode last. What was that he said about the movie? I, I knew I'd turn into a potato now, or something. You guys are probably sick here, yeah. as well as everybody else. That's going to be Paranormal Activity 3. Yeah, okay. I've seen it with old Dick Farm Davy, and i got to tell you, 
<laughs> watching that movie and him sitting there freaking out about everything, doing the Ian. whole, oh my God, scary witch people and don't open the door. It was fucking classic. Beer balls rolled around the bottom of the theater. That was even better. <laughs> I'm even more excited to see Paranormal Activity 4 with the aforementioned Dick Farm Davy. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> Everybody hates it, but you know what? I don't care. I love it. I love it's it too. good shit. And Mr. Shane D. Ooh, yes, Mr. sir. Die, monster die. Oh. I got to put in a request. I see that uh, episode 74 is August Underground, and there's no music for it yet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've put out many, many, many a plea on the Facebook group. Okay. <laughs> and I just think that Cannibal Corpse, the bleeding, would be so fitting for that. Let's put August- it in. Wait, wait, just wait. Saying it's, you know, it's Cannibal Corpse, the bleeding. For August Underground, which is right yeah. now, it's 74. 74. You know, I could move that up. If somebody's requesting it, we can move that up. He wants us to do that. Why not? But we can't do it in October because August Underground isn't very Halloween-y. No. But, I mean, maybe we could do it the next... You and know, where we got it right now is probably going to hit in August. Oh, yeah, that'll be forever. <laughs> that will be forever. Let's move it up and let's put Cannibal Corpse the Bleeding in there. Okay. That I haven't listened good. to that album forever. James, I need you to send me an email to remind me because I'm going to go yeah. home tonight and I'm not going to remember shit. So why don't you email me and tell me that we're going to move it up and add the Cannibal Corpse album yeah. with that. Okay, awesome. Let's do it. But Cannibal Corpse the Bleeding will be most definitely good. Cannibal Corpse the Bleeding, I'm going to say it again. It's, it's, gonna, it's like one of those subliminal messages that you need to to bury into your brain a little bit. <laughs> I think it'd be great. Also, the stamp trap, I, I've got to see that shit. <laughs> oh, it'd yeah, I'm going to put that. Anyway, got to go. Time for that later. That's our own... Uh- <laughs> That's our own Dragula. That's our that little car that he drew. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, our yeah. own. Uh, he did uh, monster uh, uh, mobile uh, type thing. Yeah. yeah, mobile. The 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 family uh, cruiser for the uh, Adam or not the Adams family, but the monsters. Yeah, indeed. That's ours, dude. He, he drew that it for ours us. to have. I can't um, wait to go home. I'm gonna I'm gonna make you. I'll, I'll scan it. Well, we'll bring a copy over. Here. You know, we still I'm have get to get it. St- tramp stamped right there. Oh, Boom. dude, that'll be so hot. It'll like, be super. What? So what? when you're like, you want some of that? When you're like, oh shit, man, I my my back hurts. I've been sleeping wrong, and you're doing Squirted your squirted on my tramp and stamp. You're, and you're like, I gotta bend over out there when we're having a break. And you ain't no man. <laughs> Squirt it in the tailpipe. Put it in the tailpipe, pal. <laughs> oh, he called back in, dude. Oh my god, where this? Hi, boys. It's Jamie from Devour. Wait, 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 Uh, wait. wait. We're not ready for Jamie yet. Sorry, James. (laughs) Sorry, I hit the wrong one. Hi, boys. It's Jamie from Devour. Yeah, hit it again. Uh, Okay, I'm going to go ahead and stop it right there. And I'm going to say... For some reason, I... It was all that tailpipe talk, right? I don't know the difference between... Put it in my tailpipe! I read the two in a row. One said Jamie, one said James. And I cannot tell the difference between the two. So... Actually, this is Jamie, so why don't we go ahead and listen to Jamie? <laughs> oh, dear. You know, I don't even remember what the question of the episode is this week. Doesn't I've matter. I've been so messed being on Chober and all, but <laughs> I, so I'm obviously not going to answer that, but I couldn't stay away for too long. I didn't call in last week. I like it when you do. I missed you. You guys are two of the sexiest guys in podcasting. Oh, whatever. I need my fix. So, I see a calendar. I just wanted to say hi and to tell you how much I enjoyed this guy's party the other night. That was so much fun. You guys are a 
adorable. Hey, I can just stop. see you both alive. Supply and demand, dude. And, stop. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, one of these, maybe I'll get my chance. It was fun. Um, it was so much fun. Anyway, I hope you had a great show. I love you guys so much. I'll talk love to you, you too, soon. Jamie. She's an angel in the night. Bye. Absolutely. You know, that was very nice. She's like, I don't know what's going on, but I just want to make you make sure you guys know that I love you. It's one of those wake-up morning calls. Like, hi, <laughs> I had a wonderful time last night. It was fun. Dude, I, I cannot tell you how much fun I had. Yeah. You know what? I'm sorry the Gammy's chair went down, but to me it was worth it, man. It was so much fun. Well, we'll ask Gammy about that. We'll ask Gam Gam if it was worth it. I tripped. That's where the, the real problem, you know, may arise. You know, I'm go, oh, that big old guy. Ah, no problem. You know, I'll turn on the charm for Gammy. I feel okay. like, I feel like I could do that, but I don't know. That was a nice voicemail. What did that made yeah. me feel good? She's just like, uh, I had a wonderful night. She's having a seg. Sure. <laughs> uh, wonderful time. Oh. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah. We have a first-time caller next. No way. A fella named Jesse. Jesse! Here he is. Hey, Mike and Shane. This is Jesse with my first voicemail. Yo! Um, I've been listening since episode one, but that's beside the point. No, it's not. It's great. Uh, Thank you. I want to answer the question of the episode, but first I have a complaint. Oh, oh shit. Complaint department. Oh, dear. Um, please start reviewing some shitty albums again, like that Death by April, whatever the fuck that thing was called. Because if you keep reviewing yeah. good albums, I'm going to be broke. Yeah, it's, I mean, it no, seems like every episode something's good, and I have to buy it. Oh, so I can put some more Dead by <laughs> April. Don't, don't, please. You know what, Jesse? If you want it? No, no. We if, if listen. The people request it. May be, it may be good for Jesse, but I don't. I, me personally, I don't want to. Let me say something. Let me say something though about this episode. Okay. Jesse, I'm sorry, but but I'm gonna spoil a little bit of something, okay? All right. But the album we're talking about today is it, it's no Dead by April, man. Yeah, it is. It's no, up it's there. Not. It's up there. Listen, you know what? You know what? We'll talk about this later. But yeah, it's gonna. You know, whatever. Well, we're doing Die Monster Die. I'm sorry, Jesse, but it's an awesome album, and I know that's a spoiler. But here we go. You could please review something shitty for the next like five episodes. I'd be very so, grateful. So you could. Yeah. Um, for the sure, question of the episode, the last horror movie that I was interested in seeing was Cabin in the Woods. Oh, okay. That's awesome. a good one. That was a good movie, too. Which, for some reason, in the theater, no one laughed but like me, which is kind of depressing considering most of that movie was supposed to be taken as comedy. Absolutely. Yeah, that's comedy. weird. So I was lucky with that. Um, and I still haven't. I seen haven't had it, too so many experiences. Wait, stop it! What? Cabin in the Woods? No, it's it's it. really good. You know, what's funny is Brian in in all Brian uh, Hammock is Brian, and all of his film, you know, uh, hookups and whatever. We I saw a free uh, screening of that movie. Oh yeah, man, it was so much fun to go see that with. I had to stop my Rotting Rannings uh, podcast because they're like, "All right, we're going to spoil the shit out of this." Oh, it's dude, like, hey, yeah, I've got to see it because everyone loves that movie. It's a great movie, and you know the funny thing is, is it starts out so like normal. Yeah. It starts like, oh, this is just another run of the mill thing, but it ends up so great. Anyway, sorry. You know what? I can I'll let you borrow my copy. You've got the copy of the Yes. Uh yes. I've had it for quite a while, actually. I would love to see that. I'll do that. I'll bring it over next week. Because I don't want to because I'm I'm a Jew. I don't want to spend a dollar what? to go what? to, to the Netflix. What? I mean, I mean uh, I mean I'm uh Can you say that? Can you say can that? I, say that? I don't know. <laughs> 
All right. Okay. I'll bring it over for you. Okay. It's yeah, not, but everyone it's says that. If you're at the Taco Bell, hey, man, it's three bucks. And he's like, oh, I don't got no money. You're like, ah, you're being a Jew. No, I don't. There. I don't know. I, I am. I, I know I can don't. All right. <laughs> well, so you okay. don't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here it is. Where I didn't like the horror movie I went to see other than the last one I think might have been. Uh, shit. The right my uncle talked to oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was formulaic. And that was okay. Shit. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was And great. I was forced to go see Resident Evil 6 two weeks ago and wanted to gouge my face off oh, because dear. it was horrible. Oh, really? Nuts. But you do what you have to do for your 13-year-old cousin who can't find anybody else to go see the movie. <laughs> hey, man. You're a good man. So uh, that's all You'd I have to say kid. for this that's week. That's all I got to uh, say about that. Just want to say I love the show and Thanks, look forward to the next episode. Awesome. Later. Hey, thanks for calling in, Jesse. Lo- you know what he, sh- you know he should have said, Jesse though? Jesse is a friend. Yeah, it's been a good friend of mine. That's hot. I really I want to tell him that I love him, but the bond is rather mute. I really wish he would have said, long time listener, first time caller. Long you know time listener. Just so you know. If, if he said it, he'd listen to every episode. Right, that's what I'm saying. But you, you ever heard a call in show like on the radio where they're like, oh, long time listener, first time caller? Here we go. Yeah, you know, and I okay. So There's people, something here, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send out a challenge for next week, uh, for for people who've never called in before. I want you to call in. We've got a pretty good question of the episode, at least I think so, coming yeah. up. But if you've never called in before, and you know, there are people who've never called in before who are on the shy, well, you know, shy guys, shy I'm, gals, and I'm talking to you people. You know who you are. I want you to call in and say, "Long time listener, first time caller." Please, but you know, you get you, you dial the number up. Yeah. And then you hit the last number, and you're like, yes. all right, I think I've got an idea of what I want to say. And it gives you, like, the option to delete it, yes. get, get it out of there. The bone phone is forgiving. I'll bet you anything. There's been a ton of people that have tried that have, uh, <laughs> And just and not like, and let, let it go through. Just, uh, it happens. It's weird. It happens. You know what, people? Don't be shy. Call in. If, if you would say that for me, it would make my freaking day. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Katie Rotz called in. Oh, Rotten Rattie. What's up, Mike and Shane? Oh, it's hello, Katie Rotz calling because uh, drunken Mike Cadaver what? did threaten our lives, I believe. I did threaten your lives? I did. into the bone phone this week. I did. So, oh, first man. things first, drunken, I want to no, say, party kicked ass. <laughs> thanks to Lauren for hosting. That oh, was really awesome. Thank you, Lauren. Um, thanks to Dan for being, you know... <laughs> Dan, Dan and, uh, Dan of course, everyone awesome, else, crew, yes, Jamie, Stacey, like, everyone, I'm sorry, I should start listing names, because I'm going to forget someone. Yeah, it was but so much fun. I had a really, really good time, and I found that it's totally not something you can explain to people who you got to um, do it. you got to be on the call. Nerds, I guess, yeah. because when you tell people that you can't do anything on a Saturday, because you're going to get on a Skype call yeah. and watch a movie. People look at you strange. So, anyway, it was really a, a good time, and I hope that we do it again. Oh, yeah. I'd be more than happy to organize one in the future. Well, there you go. Um, awesome. For hey. your question Florence of the going, episode, I'm no going to say the last movie I remember being excited for. I'm going to pause it real quick. <laughs> Dude. Let me talk about, let me talk about I how I felt Lauren this good. So Lauren was such a good sport. 
I really think she got a little irritated with me during the call because I didn't really watch the movie at all. I basically we were I just, watched a lot more than you did. Yes, you sure. did. And I was just out there to socialize, to talk, to have some fun. You know, and the thing is is I I I, I got the feeling that Lord was a little irritated. I think she me. was more irritated by the technical it could aspect. Be. And it could be, but you know that we can't help that. That was I mean that yeah. was unfortunate, but you know Well, you stepped on the cords. Because it's completely fine now. It was weird. I'm glad it's fine now. I don't know what happened. It was bizarre. Gammy's chair is dead, but it was fun. It was a great time. I want to do it again every month. And there we go. There you go. So we're going to do it. Here she is. Cabin in the Woods. Um, There you go. Another cabin. I wish that we got more good horror in the U.S., but I don't really feel like we get a lot of it. Uh, The last movie I saw was possession, and that was um, a letdown, and I wasn't really even expecting much. Go figure. Possession. Anyway. Did you see possession? I haven't seen. It. I haven't seen it either. So I'm still. I'm still. I'm, I've heard mixed reviews. Actually, yeah. well, I'm, of course, I'll end up seeing mostly everything that comes out. Yeah, but I'm excited to see that one. Okay, okay. I'm. I'm super. It's the uh, the the Wolfman brought up the. Uh, yeah, he did the Riddick box, the Riddick bow. Mm-hmm. The the Biddick box, the I don't uh, remember. The Jewish um Oh yeah yeah evil yeah, yeah. box. Yeah. What's with you in, in Hebrews today? Dude, I'm just you know, <laughs> I'm just talking. All right. <laughs> hey, just wanna tell you guys you're sexy bitches Ooh. and I had a really nice time I and everybody that was on the call. She's having a sex too. We should do it again sometime. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, later boys. She, you know what? How how much so, later she she was saying when she said later? She said later, right, right now. now. It's Katie Ross again. Yeah, no one of those people that calls back in. I always laugh when people do that. But anyway, I just couldn't <laughs> live with myself without thanking everyone personally because I loved my time on Saturday. So oh, again, Alan, Dan, Mike, Shane, Lauren, Stacy, and Jamie. Yes. You all kick ass. That was so much fun, man. Is that? That was it. That was, she was just in and out. She was just going, you know. She's like like that Mickey Mouse thing when they would sit down and go, now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. To you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you. Exactly. And you, and you. I think you mixed up a little sound of music with the Mickey Mouse Club, but we're going to go with that. <laughs> oh, he's breaking it down, folks. You whores, eat some that. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. It's my, it's my own. Holy cow. Lauren called in, dude. Lauren. Uh, she's going to I'm making Shane as Lauren. I realized hey. it's Friday night, and I still haven't called the bone phone yet. Oh, I'm glad you decided I'm to do it. behind on my, my bone duties. Um, <laughs> Whoa, what? Anyway, great episode. I'm happy we didn't break you um, during the corpse cast party. I, I swear, we thought we thought um, Shane had spiked your beer with some robo, but um, what? But yeah, the episode. Was you awesome. were on fire, dude. And, um, <laughs> you're like, ah, you like Chris Funny. Ah. Like, worry about swearing. It's awesome. Um, and yeah, so I'm like, you guys actually liked it. Would you just talk? Um, That's. Washington, uh, D.C. <laughs> that was the presidential yeah, limo pulling in. So dirty. I'll have to improve upon that next time. It happens. Um, I kind of walked right into that one. <laughs> and, um, you know, see what else is going on. I'm getting ready to head up to New York 
and I'm going to a steampunk haunted house that Patrick from Scream Queens recommended. Oh, very high very cool. No, that'll, that'll be sweet. Asylum, so I could go completely fucking bonkers. You'll have to give us a call. Let us know how that was. But anyway, looking forward to the next episode, and uh, talk to you guys later. Sweet. Lauren, thank you so much. Just seriously, thank you so much for setting up the whole Skype. She is the party. angel of our discontent. It, it was really good because the thing is, it was nice not to have to worry about it because I just don't know with all this other podcasting stuff, you know, if I would have had time to do that. But we really appreciate you doing that for us. Yeah, she seriously. She she put that together good. I would like her to be at the helm of all of them if I could have that. But. I think she should lower her expectation. Plus, she was mad at me because I didn't watch the movie very much. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It, it, you know, yeah, what but, you but that is that is a weird thing to do when you're going. You got like 10 or 15 people on there, and you're like, all right, right here we are at this image on the, and hit it now. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think, it's, I think it's feasible to do that. I do, too. But I think all bets are off as soon as that movie starts. And yeah, because it just we just started talking. Dan, man, he was on yeah. fire. He was he was going at. It. He was Dan he was Mister like, Comedy left man. for a while. He's yeah. like, uh. yeah, he he hopped off the call and then he woke back up after he passed out. He's like, I'm back, folks. What yeah. the, what's going on? That yeah, was but, fun. Yeah, uh, Levi called in. Levi, hey Mike and Shane, it's Levi. Dude, uh, man, that Japanese hair metal was really good. Nice. I, you know, I can't say that Thank I, um, you. <laughs> you know, recognized any of the songs. That I, I had neither. I heard it, I thought, I'm with you. Oh, man, who's this? And then I was really hoping that there was some kind of modern throwback, but, you know, no. unfortunately. But, um, yeah, yeah, not as, I mean, it's about right in the middle, not as great as, as you know, the legendary stuff, but, you know, sure. I, you know I, when you guys talking that uh, music trivia, 1987 and those bands, Yep. Uh, being on top, and that's kind of crazy. I never looked back on that and realized how hair metal dominated stuff we so love, strongly. Oh, but yeah, man. Yeah, I love my hair metal, and I absolutely love Genesis too, man. Nice, I love those guys. Phil Collins' Genesis. Agreed. Is uh, awesome. I was just thinking of them. Days I like ago, Peter Gabriel's solo better than Peter Gabriel Genesis. By the way, you yeah, guys they... are talking about it to remind me. But uh, anyway, uh, for the question of the week about what when was the last time you were excited to see a horror movie in the theater? Uh, for me, it's Sinister coming out this weekend. That's probably going to be pretty good, but then I noticed that the uh, Rotten Tomato uh, ratings count on that for around 25 critics was in the 90 percentile range for a little bit before it dropped under. But uh, there's more than one that has said that it is pee your pants scary. So oh, yeah, really? that's awesome. And I are watching television, and uh, we see the Sinister trailer come on. I said, wait, wait, you know, go back, go back. You know, I want you to see that. So, uh, so I, I, I had her watch it and, uh, you know, uh, she, she, she likes the paranormal activity movies. You know, she insists on going to the theater for those. She is not a horror fan. Uh, she's a criminal justice major. Uh, oh, okay. Seven is her favorite movie. That's what we ah, watch on Valentine's okay. Day. Oh dear. And, uh, you know, she, she, this is a woman who at the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre looked at me and said, this movie's stupid. <laughs> I thought, ah, that's blasphemy, but you know, uh, to each her own, I guess. I just forgave yep. her and move on. But, uh, yeah, for this movie, uh, we watched the trailer and, uh, I said, babe, I really want to go see that. Will you go see it with me? And she said, no, I'm good. <laughs> and she was just going to go back to doing whatever she was doing. You know, she's going to read. But no, wait, I really want to see this movie. And I, I'm looking at her face, and she goes, no. And, dude, she looks so freaked out, and she has never really? been like that before. 
Wow. I mean, she okay. watches paranormal activity. She doesn't scare. She just enjoys it, and she likes watching me jump. And she looked freaked out. And I pointed at her, and I said, you're scared. And I started <laughs> laughing at her, and she's like, she didn't say anything. If she wasn't scared, Busted. she'd deny it. She, can, yeah. you know, she can play with the boys. You know, she'll, she'll deny it if she needs to. Sure. Like, no, I'm not scared. But, no, she didn't say anything. <laughs> she was unnerved by the trailer, so it was epic. And uh, I, she didn't want to go, so I ended up pulling the magic mic card. I said, wait a second. And I went and sat by her and said, babe, I went to see Magic Mike. Oh! You know what that did to me? I mean, I had to put up with a lot watching that movie. And she just got this look on her face like she knew it was coming. And I said, please. And then I, I really milked it a bit. Oh, and I was yes. like, come on. You know, I was giving her goo-goo eyes and, you know, just begging her. She and I loves said, you. I've never been to a she scary movie in my entire life and, like, had had a girl grab my arm and, you know, Ooh, cling on to me because she yeah. was afraid and, you know, and I was her man. And I was yeah. going to I've never had that. Please do this for me. Oh, how nice. <laughs> and she said, all right. Wow, so, what a great story, man. Weekend, That's awesome. a great story. I'm going to subject her to it on her birthday. But <laughs> next weekend, dude, i got to go. I'm I'm stoked. I have never, awesome. ever seen my wife so unnerved and uncomfortable in my entire life. Oh, that makes me happy, dude. That's skin, awesome. So That's really fun. cool. But anyway, Excellent. great show, and I'll talk to you later, guys. Sweet, dude. That's oh, a man. great story, man. That's oh, awesome. that's funny. You know who called in next, don't you? Who? Brian Tow Truck. Oh, God. Hey, guys. How the hell are you? Hey, B Tow Truck. I'm doing a lot fucking better at this point. Fuck, <laughs> uh, you know, there's my other phone ring. Fuck that phone. <laughs> anyway. Right. Um, this is the phone. Just got a fucking the bone call in before you guys start to get your record on. <laughs> um, going back to the last question, the last week's question, uh, you have to believe in whatever for horror movies to be fucking shit. Fuck no. I didn't <laughs> fucking believe in Batman or the Bad News Bears either, but that was entertaining. You don't believe in the Bad News Bears? You, sir, have no soul. Um, yeah. <laughs> bad News Bears. Sure you got to believe that. in them. They got to win Japan. Um, <laughs> fucking easy man. Wow. I, I couldn't believe Mike's opinion on it. I figured that would just give him the big fucking hairband mega boner and he'd be fucking oh, it locking did. it out like he still had a mullet. Oh, it did, son. Sorry, that was mean. I just, I just try um, to try to get a critical uh, mind as well. Look, I did write some shit down. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we're, you were talking about uh, how technical and tight this, like, great fucking musicians, a lot of these hairband musicians are. And, Absolutely. And I will agree, they're, they're especially some of the guitar riffs, the lead solos, like hair metal. C.C. DeVille, man. Kind of cool like that. Agreed. But at the same time, just most of it sucked. So a lot of it. Uh, a lot of it sucked. A lot of it did. But the thing is, they were still talented guys. They were know, just the, following the a formula. were just so rough on me. A lot it's, of, it's, I don't know. A lot of death metal bands suck. Um, it's only the good ones you go. Ah, sure. You know. uh, pretty good, I thought, for a minute. And then it all went downhill from there as I started to realize just how fucking long ago all that was and how oh, yeah. brain cells I've lost since then. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That was pretty wild. So I, I don't know. I did okay. I got like an F plus on it, I think. <laughs> uh, good uh, job. Whoa, sir. I remember back. 25 fucking years ago. And, uh, and then, you know, just fucking being brain damaged like I am. <laughs> it happens. It happens to the best of uh, us, sir. 
question. He got cut off, but he called right back in, just so you know. Wow. I haven't been cut off in a long fucking time. No, you got... But I've you... gone on fucking rambling fucking ramps. <laughs> that was stupid. It happens. Right in the middle of a thought, too. What the fuck was we going to say? Oh, yeah. Tell me what question we got. So, um, I can't remember the last horror movie I was really excited to see in the theaters. I don't really get like that. Well, I've got to go see that. Like, yeah, occasionally. But I'm more of like a fucking live band kind of guy. Yeah, so I no get doubt. really fucking like amped up over shows that are coming to town. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what I know. I have taken. You coming to make a death with this man? Uh, like you know, Rob Zombie, man. like a fucking five year old. Hey man, um, you're coming to the mega they show, man. Fucking off. So oh, cool. Not so much. But I will have to say though, the the teasing from Rob Zombie with this new Lords of Salem. Yeah, and oh, just yeah. the whole premise of the movie sounds fucking awesome. So I'm kind of Agreed. excited for that. I think that's going to be a little satanic number. Like I can't wait, dude. Theaters, you know. But really, I don't get like that into it if I'm sitting there thinking, I'm going out to a movie tonight. Derp, derp, yep. I usually don't even know what the fuck I'm going to see until, you know, I walk in the fucking Googleplex and look up <laughs> the board and see, you know, which of the hundred and ninety really? you are you are a you're a dying breed, sir. Yeah, he's you just know, I, kind of I, I he's a wanderer. He's a nomad. Know, he's a nomad. He just walks around State Street, knows. ends up at Century, and there he is. My behavior. I get totally fucking distracted and forget that I'm doing something. He turns around, throws his Halfway money at him, says, whatever the fuck it is I'm doing, I don't know. So anyway, now I'm starting to babble and <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I just don't have anything more interesting to say. And yet, you still have so more voicemail. Let you guys get on with the show. Awesome, love you. Can't wait. I to love see B Tow Truck, man. I do. I he love is a sweet dear. Even though we didn't have much to say at the end there, I love his guts. Yeah. Okay, it was he's fun. A, he's a sweet, pleasant person. We got one more voicemail. One more from the Wolfman. Wolfie, love you. Hey there, guys. This is the Wolfman calling. Where you in. been? Uh, didn't get a chance to call in last week, so I'm going to be covering uh, two birds with one stone. That's cool, brother. Um, question of the week from last week. What's the effect of... Do you have to believe in what's there in a horror movie in order to really enjoy it? Well, I'm one of those folks who says that nothing's impossible until you uh, have absolutely ruled out everything else, so I might not be the best person to answer this. No, we want from everybody. A lot of things are possible, in my opinion, so horror movies aren't that far-fetched for me. Ooh, really? Okay, cool. Um, it probably helps for some folks, but frankly, I mean, okay, I watch... People say that they can't enjoy horror films because they don't believe in yeah. ghosts or demons or what have you. That's just weird Okay. To me. Are these people able to enjoy science fiction films? Because I mean, do these people like we said last Star week? Wars I think it's just people being douches. and lightsabers. Do they turn down Star Trek because warp drive and teleporters don't exist? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot Yet. of things out there that aren't real, and that we watch movies about and enjoy them. Why is it that horror gets singled out for the one that you need to believe in? I agree. Well, he's uh, a wise man. 
question of the he week. Is. The last he is. movie I was excited to go see in He's theaters a shaman. was probably Prometheus. That didn't work Agreed. out so well for me. Oh, really? Okay. Um, didn't work out too badly, but and it could have been better. I think you wrote a thing for the show. The next one I'm really looking forward to would be Paranormal I Activity 4, those, simply because I'm... I wish Wolfman would write more. The I do too. I wish Wolfman would write the more. The films have been good, in my opinion. Though tonight I'm actually heading in to see Sinister. Oh, and, cool. uh, Sort of oh. pre-fed it for a friend of mine. and Well, maybe I'll call him and let you guys know. I'd how it. We would love for you to do that. At any rate, as for other topics, um, that might be the ultimate preview really for Sinister. Everyone's absolutely. digging it. Wolfie calls him, boom, screws the top of the list. Oh, cool. I'm going to be going, I probably won't be able to make it to Days of the Dead in L.A. next oh, year. no, don't say the that. Whole living in the Midwest. Don't say that, Wolfie, Days make it happen. Days of the Dead happen. is in L.A. I would love but to meet I Wolfie in real life. I will be down at Days of the too. Dead Chicago in November. Oh, Wolfie, come on. I'm trying to figure out a couple of obscure films that I can pick out. Because, I mean, you know Linnea Quigley's yeah. uh, probably autographed copies of Return of the Living Dead <laughs> until she's sick of the cover. <laughs> Would it be interesting to find something a little more unusual for her to sign? Can I just say before My he goes penis. on? Oh. oh, your penis is signed. Did she star in that? Yeah, Quigley. You're wearing a, a, a Return of the Living Dead T-shirt right now. She's dancing on the duty oh, with a with a with a nice thing. Do you uh, think flesh colored thing? Do you think Sid Haig would sign my penis if he's there? No. I, I honestly don't think he would. Would he sign my Stamp Tramp next to the... I bet he would. Stamp Tramp... The it, car that I've already got tattooed on there. Listen, there. all I'm saying is if you can reproduce with it, he will not sign it. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that, okay? You cannot reproduce with your Stamp Tramp. Okay, so tramp, my, ass, my ass... My ass... I guess it would just be my lower back. Yeah, that's fine. You can't You can't reproduce with your ass. You could try. Yeah. You get a fun try. Technology, dude. What? Robots. I'm thinking. <laughs> so, any suggestions? Be worthwhile. Oh, good. Okay. So, what should we have uh, to do? Savage Streets. I think that's yeah. about it for tonight. So, I love the Savage. Yeah, maybe I'll call in with something interesting later about Sinister. He did not. It sounds like an interesting premise. It's or maybe sort of he did, but we didn't get it. Killing meets the grudge or demons yeah. or I something can't like wait, that. Dude. I can't either. Anyways, I'll talk to you all later. This is the Wolfman, and looking forward to the next show. So good to hear from the Wolfie Wolfman. Out. I know. He wasn't there last week. He's here now, and he's got, I, I'm i pretty sure he's got a review. I hope he does. You know, we do I'm have, taking his word for it. We've had semester. we've had a couple of calls come in since we started doing these, but we're going to save them for the next episode. I'm hoping they're the Wolfman. I did too. I'm hoping they're the Wolfman calling in about Sinister. Anyhow, I want to know about that because it looks like a creepy, cool it goddamn su- movie. It looks super good, dude. And I say super good because I'm a dad and I have kids, and I say super all the time. You say super. Hey, super. That's super cool. Thanks for that drawing. You anyway, say, where's the goddamn superintendent around here? <laughs> I got hair. I got back hair in the toilet. Yes, I, I need the plunger. I do that a lot. It happens. So, dude, what's your uh, answer to the question of the episode? Dude, honestly, everyone poos all over it, and they want to poop on it. Sure. Prometheus. Okay, I was cool. stoked as shit that... 
to go uh, see that in the theater, and I did. I saw it in 3D. It was visually delicious. Sure it was. And it was a good goddamn movie. I just recently watched that, too. And the thing is, is... I mean, people claim to have, well, people say that there's all, there's all these plot holes and stuff like that. For me, it's easy to just sit down and enjoy. Well, and that the was, nice and I thing love about that having my brain <laughs> is that, yes, I love aliens. Sure. I love aliens. Sure. I liked all the goddamn aliens. Okay. All right. But I don't have that capacity. <laughs> To go, oh, eh, oh, eh, oh, eh, oh, you know, oh, that's wrong. That all oh, they they could have, should have, could have, would have. I don't want to sound like a douche, but when I'm watching that, I'm like, oh, okay, I see what people are saying there. I get it, sure. But you know what? It's easy for me to suspend my belief. So I suspend do it. it and I do enjoy- it, and it's happy, and I'm and I enjoy the movie much more. I put more. the little glasses on. I enjoyed the hell out of the movie. Awesome. I thought it was great. I liked when the alien came back and it strangled the end. Sure. You know, at the end. What? Spoiler! Whatever. What? You know, if you haven't seen it, eat my ass. Because Ooh, everybody, rude. everybody seems to be going, hell, they were on the hell yeah Prometheus, sure. then they were on the it's all crap garbage. Dude, I enjoyed it for the movie that You know it was. what's funny? I know Brian from Hamicus saw that in the theater three times because he loved it that much. Okay. Well, and I'm he a- is a, he's a cinephile. Yeah. And so I figure if he can like it, I can like it. Here's my answer to that. It's been a long time, mostly because of the douchebags that are in theaters. Yeah. I don't know why, but I'm like super OCD. When I sit and watch a movie, I need to have a movie experience. I hate it when people are distracting, when whatever. So it, for, sure. in order for me to really get into a movie, let me, let me tell you a couple of movies. I haven't been excited in quite a while. And that's not to say I haven't seen them, but you know, a lot of movies in the theater, but I haven't really super been excited since. House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh. And it's been 10 years almost. Yeah. And I remember that hearing of that's coming out, blah, blah, blah. I remember wanting and wanting and wanting to see that. Finally, I saw it. I went and saw it with my wife, Ember, and she came out crying because it disturbed her so much. Really? Yeah. She was bawling because it was just so gnarly. I love it. You had a smile on your face. She was bawling. I I felt bad. She she got to choose the restaurant after the movie, though. Is that is that fair? Did she did she do this? Like, she's like, oh, she okay, almost made it. I want to go over to Ho Ho Gourmet, <laughs> which Ho Ho Gourmet's right across the street from uh, where yeah, we saw it. Park right here, it'll be just fine. Just no, that that was when we went yeah, to I'll take egg rolls and a- no, I had to spend like a hundred bucks on dinner after Ooh. that for me and her. So yeah, that was a that was quite a. But the thing is, is I was so excited to see that I saw it. Let me tell you something though. Right now, I am actually excited to see a movie. Yeah. Which is Lords of Salem. Another yeah. Rob Zombie joint, man. I am I agree stoked with that. as shit to talk about it. I am very interested. I'm very interested to see what that shit's all about. I am excited. Lord of the Rings, I was pretty excited, but we went for work, you know, because we're nerds and we all go out to nerdy movies. So we saw The Matrix and Lord of the Rings. Which I'm was stoked fun. to see. And the I was Hobbit. stoked to see. I'm stoked to see The Hobbit. That's exactly what and I was about. You to know, bring they're up. gonna rip that into three pieces, which is weird because Lord of the Rings is three books. So they made three movies. In The Hobbit is one book, but they're gonna make that into three movies. Listen, Peter Jackson, I trust with my heart because totally. he did such a great job in. My my opinion with Lord of the Rings totally. that he can split that shit up and I will eat it up. I I am a Peter Jackson. It's fan. the weight. Agree. It's like Tom Petty says, the waiting is the hardest part. And you know what? Tom Petty is a wise man. Yeah. Even though his uh, sideburns are questionable, but what are you gonna do? Anyhow, that that's my thing. Um, 
Anyway, so that that's all we got for voicemails. That's all we got for the question of the episode. Coming up, here's the next question of the episode. Um, I want to hear your guys' awesome Halloween traditions. I want to get them in now so we can talk about them oh, before Halloween. Tell us what you do on Halloween. What is your Halloween traditions? I don't want to be a douchebag, but I'm going to share one right now, which okay. has been a, a, a tradition of mine for the last Amber shaves years. a pumpkin in your back. No, that's oh. not true. Right now, it's still the heart, even though I've got it's starting to grow out where we, we could do a pumpkin. In fact, Jack Liner might be funny. Yeah. But I'm going to share one, but but this is not my answer to the thing, and I don't mean to make anybody in this room feel guilty, but the last three or four years, I've seen a Die Monster Die show every oh, Halloween, yep. and it's not going to happen this year, and I've got to say, I'm kind of bummed. I understand. I understand that logistics sure. did not work out. Yeah. I get it. Die Monster Die, honestly, you know what? I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to save it for, because we happen to be save talking it. about a Die Monster Die album this week. I'm going to save it all for that. If I, I, I want to talk about your guys' live show. Yes. Uh, so we'll do that. But there you go. That's a question. Well, that's a good, that's a good thing to, to enjoy every year. I, oh man. And I, I have to admit, I enjoy that. I'm very a little much bit too. bummed. I'm a little bit bummed you guys aren't playing this year, but I'll tell you what. I get. I'm gonna give you a hug after this break. Oh, I'm gonna God. give you a hug. No. Lift and hug. I don't need that. No lift. I've already. I've already put too many people in the hospital today. So I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, no more of that. A, that's an inside joke, folks. It's not really a joke, but whatever. Um. Anyway, so why don't we do this? Why don't we go ahead and play "Die Monster Die" one minute? That's not a minute of the album called "Only the Dead Will Survive," and we'll be right back to talk about it. Excellent. Stuff for 50 years My hunger blood For not a double drop Shooting stars ahead, astronauts in space. Ah! 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 Ah
Diemonsterdie.com is where you can find this band. We are talking about Only the Dead Will Survive. Came out in October 2005. Indeed. 14 tracks mm-hmm. and was, it's uh, 40 minutes and three seconds long. Of perfection. A pure bloody goodness. <laughs> let me ask you something. Let's For stop God right sakes, here. Let, yeah. let me stop right here. Let's, let me, let me, I've, I've been kind of curious about this all week long. I've been okay. thinking, you know, I'm thinking, uh, I, you know, la- I put out the episode last week and I'm like, next week we're doing a die monster die. I wonder how this is going to go, man. Because, well, you know, it's, I didn't want to jump right into that and go, Hey, you know, episode 10. Let's well, the, get on the my thing band. is, is are you going to be, are you going to be too like modest to say how awesome this album is? Or are well, you, gonna, I don't know how awesome it is for everybody. 
Well, or okay, and I, I that's uh, the thing is, is that's great because here I am. I feel like even though you know I love you and I love Huey and I love Ruben so much. Yeah, okay? sure, sure, sure. Oh, in Shadow, Shadow hates my guts because I waste. Uh, I said you, you wasted him on the, on the and Facebook. he and he blocked me on Facebook, but I still like him. He's a cool dude. He's a sweetheart. He totally. But the thing is, is I still feel like I'm kind of. Are, are, first of all. Are you going to, I assume that you're just going to say, you know what, Mike, tell me your honest feelings about this. I just want to get this out first. I feel like I need to tell my honest feelings about this album. Okay. But you know what, good or bad, I just want you to know that I love you, man. Well, I love you too. And I'm fine with your honest, (laughs) honest, down-to-earth opinion of it. Die Monster Die is an American horror punk band based in Salt Lake City, Utah. Represent. Their music style blends punk, rock, metal, sex with blood and more sex and horror movie imagery with more blood, monster masks, and catchy tongue and cheek lyrics. Absolutely. The band name came, now listen very closely to this, Michael. Okay. The band name came from the 1965 classic horror flick, Die, Monster, Die, starring Lon Chaney. No, 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 sorry, I said that, I said that, and I realized okay. I was totally different, the Michael? guy, the guy who starred as the mummy, and, I, and I'm blanking on his name right Boris now, Boris Karloff, Boris Karloff, yes, and the Misfits tune, I mean, we've got this, the, the Misfits Why song, Die Monster die. die, Die Monster that's, that really, die. Okay. you know, we said, we, you know, I'm an idiot, I should have known that, Zero no. said, dude, the movie, Die Monster Die, yes, Yes, that sounds good. Yes. And then Misfits, Die Monster Die. It's like, oh, that <laughs> sunk it. That put the glue around the can edges. I, can I mention one thing real quick? Yes. Is that if you, you, when you Google this band, you have to Google it as one word, Die Monster yes. Die. One word. We changed the name to one word because there was. Well, when you Google Die Space, three. Monster Space Die, you get all a bunch of stuff about the movie. Yeah, you get the movie and you get a yeah. couple of other... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, you, there's a couple of other Die Monster Dies out there or whatever. <laughs> so we went, you know what? Turned it to one word. Okay. Agreed. That so was a good that Die was a Monster good Die. you got to love that. I do. All right, the members for this album. Okay. Meat Whistle, Sweet Lady of the Night on the drums. Sexiness. Me. Pure sexiness. I love it. It's me. Raven <laughs> Blades on bass and backing vocals. That was Brock. Yeah. Okay. He's the guy. I met Brock. He's the, uh, that you hear on the album. Okay. Mercury Rising on guitar and backing vocals. I never met Mercury Rising. He was a good goddamn guitar player. Cool. And of course, Master Zero DeLorean, lead singer, guitar player, guru, and soiree master. Mr. Negativity till you get some clam, uh, clam, some clam sauce juice beer in him, yeah. and then he is as fun as shit. Other albums include No Future for the Week oh 2000. Which was Casa Diablo, right? Yeah. Okay. It was, it was the album where we went from Casa Diablo to Die Monster Die. We recorded that album. Then mm-hmm. we said, all right, let's take the break. Let's figure shit out. And then okay. boom, came back and said, Let's revamp this entire thing. Good stuff, dude. Um, what is Shall Always Be, 2002. Honor Thy Dead, 2003. A Great and Terrible Loss, 2007. Split Vinyl with the Crimson Ghosts. Yes, indeed. By the way, the Crimson Ghosts do a uh, a version of, what was it? October, uh, October Slowly, Slowly Dying. Dying, 
which is excellent. It kicks it's ass. so good, dude. Those Germans, man. Who's my Nasha name? You know what's funny? We've done the Crimson Ghost on this show. Yeah. And they were all like, Roads a boat, a boat, boat. You yeah. know, they're, they're rocking and stuff. This was a slower version of your song, which was really good. Yeah. And we did one of their songs. We did. Yes. Death which was really good too. It was awesome. And then, of course, we're talking about the 2005 Only the Devil Survive. And thanks to all you listeners out there, mm-hmm. the 2013 release, October 21st, 1976. Which I still don't know the significance of the date, but hopefully we will someday. You know, I love the idea. I mean, I've wanted to ask Zero, what is oh, it yeah? about? And you don't, you don't even. Know. I don't know what it's about, really, because I think that's the beauty of what it's about. Is yeah. Zero you know knows funny? what it's about, and if you Google that date, uh-huh. you can find a trillion yes. things about. And that. I've done that too. You know what's funny is is uh, last time you, I think it was actually the time you played at the dog pound. We're all at Winhawk's house. And we're all, you know, hanging out outside, whatever, the, the, the practice, whatever, yeah. the practice spot. And I'm like, hey, so what's the significance of this date? He's like, you're just going to have to wait and see, man. Yeah. You're just going to have to wait and see. And you know what? I'm just going to accept that from you. He's a mysterious fella. He is. Very mysterious. He's very so secretive. But, dude, the stars were aligned okay. on this album. Okay, yes. When we went into the studio to record this album... Mm-hmm. Everything was perfect. Really? We went in, we had the tunes, we had everything. Everyone's mindset was set on making a great goddamn album. <laughs> and and 2005 was like a kind of a kind of a peak in the horror punk thing. Here too, in Salt Lake or well, in I mean, general. Just, in general, okay. overall, okay. everybody was putting out new albums. You had Calabrese and everything. Oh, yeah. You know, and it was just like, it seemed like it was fueled with all the kids that were enjoying it. Sure. Were buying the music and everything. Awesome. And then all of a sudden you get the <laughs> torrents. Oh, yes. And the everything. Oh, it was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> what did you think of this little treat? Can I go can, before I explain before I talk about that? Can I can I explain a couple of things? Sure. I uh, you know me. I am a huge Die Monster Die fan. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that because you're here, and I'm not just saying that because I know the other guys in the band. What I'm what I am saying is is that first of all, I've gone on record before, and I'll go on record again, is saying that I don't know how you guys are not huge. I don't know how you guys are not looking down. How you right now are not looking down on me as one of the names. Really? Yes. I don't know. I cannot believe that right now I I am in the same room looking at me yes, right now. I exactly. can't believe it either. Now I, that you say it, yes. I can't believe it. You honestly, okay. This it's funny too because I when I came into Die Monster Die, can I tell a little story? Do you mind? Tell it. Tell yeah, sure. I was a young man. Yeah. Okay. I was. Uh, it was only three years ago. Okay. Or so. Younger. Younger. I, I was a younger man. I I wrote for a little website called The Examiner. Yes. And I, I, I'm like, oh, okay, so we got some horror punk going on here. And this was 2009, so this is only three and some years ago. Sure. And yeah. I'm like, hey, you know what? I love horror. You know me. I'm, I, I run a podcast called, uh, Cadaver Lab. Cadaver Labs. And yeah, I remember that. And I write for a website called The Examiner. And I am the horror examiner for Salt Lake City. Yes, you were. So I, so I call, or I emailed, uh, a little, uh, a little guy named Meat Whistle. And I'm like, hey, you know what? Can I come by and can I talk to you about your band here in Salt Lake City? Yeah. And you know what you did? 
What did I do? You were so generous with me. You said, listen, that is awesome. Let's get this thing on the examiner. Let me send you everything we've done up yeah. to this point. And I started listening to your music, and I fell in love with it. And also, let me say one thing, too. My, the, the only downfall of that is that you sent me so much music that I didn't really know how it was split up in albums because I kind of had, I kind of had it on random and it was, right. you know, it was going up here and down and Phineas Gage. So you and, just, yeah, you had a, you had a party in your pants. Oh, dude. And, and yeah, red wedding dress. And, oh, yeah. And, and uh, you know, in the swamp, all that, all that stuff, you know, all that was coming at the same time. So I didn't really realize which I, I, it was hard for me to make a distinction of what music was on what album. Right. However, this week I only listened to the album that we're going to be talking about tonight. Only the dead will survive. Only the, well, thank you for, for that. I knew that. I was okay. I was going to say that. I Shane. know. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm, I'm trying, but I'm, I'm trying to squirt myself in here. Here. Can I say one thing before we start too? Okay. Die Monster Die, a best of Die Monster Die can compete with a best of from anybody. Yeah. I don't care who you are. Kiss. I say kiss because I know Shane. Really? Kiss. From Kiss, from Metallica, from Megadeth, whatever. If you were to put out a best of album. Yeah. In my opinion, you guys have so many great tunes, you know, strewn throughout all of your album. It's funny too because right when I met you guys, you guys were were recording or, or about to record um, your latest album, which came out in 2010, which was called "Fall to Your Knees." Fall to Your Knees, yeah. which had a ton of great music on it too. I, you didn't send me that one because it wasn't out yet, and that one's free, totally free, by the way. You go to Bandcamp dot c.com uh -huh. you can download that brand new album free okay so basically the deal is is you sent me all of that stuff and i i'm just stoked as shit and then it ended up that that uh, you know i came and i interviewed you for the podcast you know we did that we did the examiner article yeah and then i came over and i recorded an interview with with me you and zero and uh, uh jimmy Ruby? No, no, no. Ruby wasn't in it oh, yet. It there. was Jimmy. And yeah. Brock, Brock actually didn't. He was, he had to head out. I met Brock. He was dismissed. But, he was, I don't know. He had, he had to take a dump or something. Okay. Yeah, he was, he was gone, but it was, it was, uh, you, Zero, and Jimmy. And, uh, basically we were talking and it was one of the greatest, uh, I don't, I don't know, one of the highlights of Cadaver Lab of all time. This album. Yes. Let's talk specifically about this album right now. You said, like you said, we had 14 tunes. Now, okay, you know me and I, and I have a best of corpse cast on Spotify. I have a, I have a playlist going that I only put the best of the, uh, of the, you know, the best tunes from the albums that we talk about here. Sure. Um, let me tell, let me talk about, uh, some of the best ones here. Yes. First of all, one night at Devil's Rock. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, we talked about that actually a little bit last episode when we were talking about Saltaire, and it wasn't, uh, I said Circus of Fear, but it was actually Carnival of Souls that was filmed right, right there. Yeah. But more importantly, the video for One Night at Devil's Rock was filmed out there. Um, we have October Slowly Dying, This is Suicide, Inside I Quietly Bleed, 122, So Violently the Night, Bleeding Wrists of Destiny, Black is the Color of Darkness, Rock and Roll Super Monster, those are all on my playlist. Wow. And the thing is, what is that? Nine, one, two, three, four, yeah. five, six, seven, eight. That's nine out of 14. And by the way, mm. Bleeding Wrists of Destiny. Yeah. 
is not like destiny as in your fate. Sure. It's the bleeding wrist of destiny. A girl? A girl. Okay, well, sure. That, that's, well, and, and that's, that's the thing. beautiful. And that's the thing. It's just beautiful. You got you, you know, you mentioned it, that Zero's got this kind of sense of humor about all of his Absolutely. lyrics and stuff like that. And it is apparent in this album, especially one, one of my favorite ones is So Violently the Night. Yeah. Or what was it called? So vi- yeah, so violently the night, so violently the night erupts in violence, and it's just like, oh my gosh, that it's is. It's like pre- black is the color of darkness. Oh, dude, you know, and the you thing can't. Is- I mean, the dude, I've said it for years and years. Mm-hmm. The guy is the best lyricist that I've ever. And that's, and this is why I'm amazed that you guys aren't huge, man. Because wow. and, and, okay, this is one album. You guys have how many albums do you have? This is you're you're recording your eighth full length album. Is that right? It, correct. The, the, okay. So you have seven full length albums out right now. Right. They are all solid. We've got you know, and and by the way, all of this is on Spotify. Yeah. Everything. Every the live season. stuff. Yes. Uh, the best ofs. The seven albums we've recorded so far. It's all on Spotify. You can Absolutely. listen and enjoy any of it. Uh, man, you know, stop it. Stop okay. right now. Right. I'm, I'm, I know that, uh, what's I'm his name? I'm glad you're taking the reins on this. I was going to yeah. say, cause I, it's probably kind of hard for you to talk about your own band. And I know of that, course what, it is. that what's his name on the Facebook group is going to be upset. Cause I just cut you off and whatnot. Cause he loves you a lot more than he loves me. Yeah. But I feel like I need to take the reins on this because I feel like you do too. Uh, well, then we're, then we're in agreement here. Yeah. Let me, let me talk a little bit about Die Monster Die. Being, being, knowing these guys, but not being a part of it, it, I feel like I have kind of some kind of insight to this band. Sure. Oh, so, I like that. Let me, let me, first of all, we talked about the, the songs that I love in this. You know what? I'm going to say one thing. There's one negative thing I'm going to say about this album. Okay. There's one song that I just, I have to skip every single time. It's, it's, we die. No, oh. that, that's fine. It's when the Reaper calls. I do not. Oh my care. God. I don't care for that You're song. out of your mind. Okay. That's, that's fine. a beautiful. That's okay. A, that is right. the most tongue and cheeky song on there. It is, but when the Reaper calls, girl, you better not pick up that phone. No, it's great. But let me tell you, whenever I'm listening to DMD mowing the lawn, I skip that song. Yeah. I do, for some reason, I don't care for it. And now I don't want that to reflect. Hey, on that's, that's because that's, out of 14 songs, I love 13 and I put nine on the best of. Okay. So Shane, don't punch me. Don't kick me in the balls. That's the only song I don't care about or care for. Um, let me talk to you guys about, um, the live show. Okay. Now, and obviously this isn't specifically about this album and whatnot, but the, the, the live show. And I know you don't know because you're used to being like loved by all your fans at birds and and whatnot, but the live show, is one of the things that I look forward to more than anything anymore. Yeah. Uh, a Die Monster Die live show to me is one of one of the highlights of my month, one of the highlights of my year. It's a good time. It we is so try much to make fun. it as good a time. You guys for do everybody. a great job. You got the masks and, and Shadow has his makeup on, which is really cool. The spe- you yeah. know, he has a specific design for his face and whatnot. You got the blood Huey. Is the epitome of a front man. Oh, 
Absolutely. He, he's, play, he's messing with the crowd. He, he's really got that going. Um, last time we were at a live show, I, I, I drew a little heart in the blood that was coming down his stomach. See? Okay? And that's what it is that's so what it's much about. Fun. It is, man. It's I'll, about everybody going, you know what? Let's just have a good... I mean, padded rumor out there. Oh, it's Dale so and Darian were uh-huh. covered from head to toe Absolutely. in blood going... Holy shit. Do you know, shit. do you know that I still have like fake blood stained in the back, in the, uh, behind, on my headrest in my car? I don't know how it got there, but yeah. I know it got there from a Die Monster Die show. I'm leaving. It's just horror punk. It's so much rock fun. Huey is sitting there, you know, and usually, you know what, Birch, you can only fit, you know, 50 people there max. Yeah. You know, there were the last time we, 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 we went, there was probably 30 people there and we're having so much fun. Huey is playing to the crowd. We got Ruben. You know, who's doing all stuff. And, 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 and you guys, when you're playing, you have a couple of songs that maybe aren't on this album, but you know, Hand of Fire, Fist of Steel. Yeah. You got people hopping on stage and singing that with you. And you're really going, you know, your, your live show is unbelievable. And I hate, I, I've, I don't know if I've missed a live show of yours since 2000. I don't think you have. I don't think I have either because it is, like I said, it's one of the highlights of my whole, of my whole year. Um, okay. So. The thing is about this album is it's a great mix of, of sounds. You guys don't have one sound and play it and stick to that sound all the way through. You it's got punk, it's metal, it's groove, it's psychobilly. A- We've even got touches of everything in there. Absolutely. And the thing is, is that really comes out not only on the albums, but in the live show as well, because you guys are, you guys are playing this. It's not just like one, like, like I love Megadeth. You know, I love Megadeth. Yeah. Okay. I love them. They're coming December 1st. We're going to go rock out. But the thing is, is when Megadeth plays, they've got one style and they play it all the way out. Yeah. You guys have, you, you, you've got different moods for different songs. You put together your playlist. I love it. It's, and it's I great love that stuff. Zero sings. I, do I mean, too. you can listen to this and, you know, I mean, and this is not, not so much, uh, you know, that we pay attention to it, but man, you can have the kids sit down and listen to this. Huey, I do. You know, Zero is not a big swearing guy. No, he's not. If it fits the moment, he does it, but. You know, well, the in the live, part, it's in the live like, show, ah, he'll he'll drop some f's and stuff sure. like that. But the thing is, is there are no kids at the live show. I listen to this album over and over with my kids. Like I'm taking my kids to swimming lessons, and I'm listening yeah. to this album. He's a great storyteller, and that is really the key. And that's what exactly to to the music is. You know, I love writing music. I love writing it with Die Monster Die. You're right, but the overwhelming key to it is you have to listen and read the lyrics. Let me ask you a couple of things. Yeah. I think that it's pretty obvious as far as pop culture is concerned now in the, right now in this day and age. Um right now bands that put makeup on that, that throw blood all over themselves, I don't know if they're the most popular type of thing. Absolutely you know? never been. And, and the think. thing is, is yet yeah, you guys are committed to that. You, and the thing is, is you, I, I, and I'm sure you realize that, that you're not going to get all the teeny bopper stuff because, you know, no. whatever. But for people like me who enjoy good music, who enjoy a good live show, I mean, what, what's your whole take on that? I mean, wh- I think when you launch into a band and you go, Hey, look, we're going to do this. Let's bring horror movies or let's bring that horror right. thing alive in our, show you're instantly kissing it's the kiss of death it's like we're not going to be on mtv or grammy awards or anything else 
everyone wants that to happen. But I do. You know, the bigger picture is is let's have a good time with it. First and foremost, you got to enjoy what you're doing. Absolutely. And we're all a bunch of horror nuts. Sure. Windhawk is a huge he, horror fan. He we're rivals all, myself. We're all horror fans. You know, it's funny too because um, you guys are doing this, understanding completely that you know it's it's not the popular thing. It's not whatever. But and I think that your style as well, although it appeals to me, it doesn't seem like you're out there saying, "Hey, I want to make a million bucks today." Well, I don't think you. I think when you sign on to something like that, you. You're not expecting that. Okay. I mean, if, if if our heroes are the misfits or their sure. gore or their kiss, I mean, kiss being the exception, right? you're not going to make a lot of money. Okay. But it's what kind of a good time can you have? Let and me, one thing's for sure is that when we do a live show yeah. and we put out an album, we feel good. And every person that leaves a Die Monster Die show that has a good time, mm-hmm. Hey, that's what it's all about. I'd rather have, you know, than the 300 bucks or whatever you make at the door. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have those people come up going, holy shit, I'm going to hold on to this. Even Here, if I don't get to see you guys again. The thing is, is you say that and that's great. However, um, I do listen, you know, to all of your, all of your albums and stuff like that. And, and it's funny because you guys started out Huey's, Huey, I don't know if he's changed his, well, he has, in my opinion, he has changed his voice over the years. But in, in you know, in the Casa Diablo days, because it's all on Spotify and I've been listening to it like it's my job. Yeah. He started off with maybe a more digestible, type of voice you know hi we're, we're punk and but yeah. as you guys have progressed if you if you guys have kind of matured in your in your music writing and whatnot he's kind of gotten to that more horror voice type of deal oh yeah yeah and the thing is is it's like it's amazing to me how many quote-unquote hits you guys have on every single one of your albums and yet here you are not making a million bucks well, I mean, if we had the answer for that, shit. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. You know, it's like, I guess that's true. Uh, that latest album that we put out, uh-huh. Priest and a Zombie Ran a Fishing Boat. That's, a, that's a huge That hit. song is triumphant to me. I can't answer why it's not popular to everyone. You know, it's like you, you, you put an awesome video on sure. YouTube Absolutely. and you don't understand why it's not viral. Well, I don't know the answer to that. All I know is that you know, you try to write good music, and there's a thousand bands out there right. that write fantastic music. And that's true. That don't get popular because they don't have that backing. Do you? Let me ask you something. We have you here. You know, you we we have a member for this is the first episode where we've had a member of the band that we're talking about in this, in studio tonight. Okay, so so let me let me let me run a, a couple of uh, of questions by you since uh, you know. Uh, you know, you're here and you're the drummer and, okay. and, what, and whatnot. Um, why did you guys, knowing that it's not the most popular thing in the world, why did you guys choose shock and horror and, and punk and stuff? It's being, I think it's being true to yourself. I don't want to play hip hop or I don't want to sure. play, you know, uh, Limp Biscuit shit if it's not <laughs> in my nature. Absolutely. We love horror movies. We love punk rock. We mm-hmm. love metal. Mix mm-hmm. them together. And sure. that's what we just decided we wanted to do, you know? Now, I don't think any band, I, I don't think this band, I'm not going to say any band, because right. a lot of bands do, you know, come together going, we got to have a little Lincoln sure. Park in there. I agree. So we can get rich. Sure. I think when we made this band, we said, hey, let's just have fun and see where it goes. Okay. Now, 
even it's funny because I know a little bit of history behind this behind Die Monster Die, and I know that there was a member, and I won't name names, but who has said, "Listen, I am getting up in age, and it seems silly to me to wear the mask. Right? It seems silly to me to to play up to this whole horror thing, and yet you guys have made a commitment to it, and you're still doing it to this day." I mean, how do you feel about when some guy comes to you and says, "Listen, this is silly. I'm tired of wearing a mask." What do you, I mean? What What's your mindset? Well, the mindset is is all right. See ya. I mean, you know, okay. when when we started this band, it was. I don't feel uncomfortable whatsoever. Mm-hmm. My persona is solid. You know, when I, agree. I, when I, I get agree. on that stage and I'm geared up as Meat Whistle, I'm ready to go. You are indeed, and I can attest to that. And if somebody is insecure about getting up there, or or it, that's the same kind of person that's going to be insecure about going to this party or that party or hanging out here or doing that. If you're insecure with something, then you should leave. Well, and and. Uh... To me, I mean, I'm a 36 year old man. I mean, I'm, you know, whatever. Right. But the thing is, is I can come in and I can watch a show of yours and real, and I can see the the the, the genuine nature of your show. And you can draw team. a little heart and blood on his belly button, which is and feel comfortable with that. Absolutely. Now, there's other people in the world that go, I I'm getting the hell out of here. I can't even I can't even stand that. Sure. So it's it's all in and who it, you are. And we've done it for going on 13 years now because right. we enjoy what we do. Well, you know what? To me, in, in that, I mean, that's obvious. To you can me. talk to Kiss about being 60 year old guys putting on the makeup. I'll tell you it's what, like, the, you when know. I go to a Die Monster Die show, that is obvious to me. You guys come out, you, you put on your personas. It's a great freaking time. It's fun to me. Uh, next question. Um, so okay, this I know is turning into like an interview. Well, like, the, like, like I said, Walters listen, if we have the sixty nine eyes in here, I'm going to talk to the sixty nine eyes. Oh yeah, it. okay. I'm just telling you. Okay. I mean, I I feel like I feel like I've I've said all I need to say about the album. I love the album except for that one song. Uh, I'm going to give this a high buy, absolutely. So there you go. That that's that that's a review on the album. But since we have you here, Shane, okay. and we're talking Die Monster Die, I like the way you give me that. You know, that, what do they, what do they call that? Fire fingers? Or sure. I, well, whatever dance. it is, I just gave it to you. <sighs> He's like the, the jazz hands. Whatever. Jazz hands. I'm telling, I'm telling right, you right yeah. now, I'm giving them, I'm Shoot giving them things. Um, I know, in my opinion, Die Monster Die, their greatest songs are strewn throughout all of their albums. Yeah. And I know it's like choosing a kid, but for whatever reason, what is your favorite album and why? Oh man, that is that is hard. Uh, I'll bet. I'll bet. I would. I I don't have an answer. I you know I, what? Okay. I enjoy the hell out of everything because I've got memories. Sure. Of every single one of them, even the latest album. There's so much good on it. I agree. I think that, and I can't pick. I really can't pick. But only the dead will survive mm-hmm. was one of those albums that what, was. Just, what are some of the highlights of that album? What songs? Um, for me, man, there, every song on it, I would just have to say, man, if I've got to pick songs sure, okay. off this album, No Tomorrow for the Men of the Future. That's a good one. Um, and man, I love So Violently the Night. Oh, uh, so that's a good Black one. Black is a Color of Darkness. I love, I, love uh, I even like, uh, the entire album is awesome to me, man. <laughs> you know, I mean. Sure. Satan's Laughing, um. 
when this album, when we were recording this album, it just seemed like everyone was on the same page. Everybody was ready, was rip raring, fired up, and ready to go. Uh-huh. There's something about being in the studio and and having little things that happen, sure, ideas where they just flow together. Mm-hmm. Someone goes, you know what you should do here, or let's change, let's reverse this backup vocal line mm-hmm. and mix it in with the rest of it it was just a solid solid time all the way through writing all the songs mm-hmm. and recording it putting it out and then listening through the whole thing when it was finished with the artwork it was how, just like hell yeah how do you guys usually do your songwriting i mean do you just get together and write it as you go or or what? zero will come up with a riff uh-huh. he you know he's got lists and lists of of uh vocal titles okay so he might not even have lyrics written but he's got titles for the songs Mm -hmm. and he'll come in i've written some tunes on guitar and brought Mm -hmm. them in but you just get in the room work it out if it sticks it sticks if it doesn't it doesn't and then you go "Eh, there we go i mean we're halfway through the brand new album so i'm stoked as shit just to uh and it's feeling really good well good because i've heard a couple of the songs on it like don't panic and yeah and some of the other ones yeah some of the sound really good man um let me ask you something out of every single die monster die song that you have written uh, you know the band has written that you've played whatever what which song do you think is has resonated most with with the the crowd the your fans if if i had to pick any song that was like the whoa right with the people that are out there mm-hmm. i would say one night at devil's rock which kicks off this album you know, yeah that was like the biggest you know we 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 did that song and it instantly started to get something before that like when we first got on the internet uh-huh. it was gravedigger girl oh yeah hands down everyone went oh shit i love that mm-hmm. one night at devil's rock was like the whoa shit you know honestly that's a great tune but it's not my favorite uh, yeah, die monster die tune either. but we will save that for another episode when we, yeah. we talk about some more Die Monster Die. Oh. So, so I don't know, man. I mean, so, so basically here's the thing. We've talked about Die Monster Die. We've talked about this album. Um, what, I mean, what do you think about it? I mean, now, now that it's been seven say, years, I would say it's all on Spotify. Okay. Check. You can <laughs> see every single tune that Die Monster Die has ever done. Mm-hmm. You can go to Spotify and listen to, right. and that includes live recordings, which is really cool too. Yeah. By the way, some of the live recording, I was listening to some of that today. Some of the, the live recording and whatnot, and the bass was so loud that it actually uh, the the rumblings from the bass knocked a clock off my wall. Just oh, so you know, nice, <laughs> dude. That and that's live recording for you. Absolutely. You get what you get. Yep. You can tell them, hey, do this, this, and this, and they go, yeah, I'm the sound guy. I'll do what I want. Right. So. I've got a trivia challenge for you. Are, wait, wait, are we done? Uh, well, I, yeah. I, I feel I mean, like, all of a sudden, I, I'm, I feel like we've talked some Die Monster Die. Sure. This is the first time we're episode 38. It's been 38 plus, what, two weeks that we've missed or something? Right. So it's almost been 40 weeks having the drummer from Die Monster Die doing the show that we haven't talked about Die Monster Die. Well, isn't that good enough, though? All I'm, yeah. all I'm saying is, people, to me, this album is a high buy. Most of their stuff, in fact, all every one of their albums is a high buy to me. Now, I hate to, I hate to uh, go ahead and spoil. If we ever do another Die Monster Die album, or whatever, it's a high buy. It's a high buy. Um, but I would just say to anyone out there that's interested in Die Monster Die or listening to it mm-hmm. is listen to the words. 
It's because they, they, I mean, that will, you might go, ah, that's kind of a subpar song. Uh Or you might go, oh, that's a fantastic song. But it will make it that much greater if you listen to what Master Zero is saying. Agreed. Because the words are the key. Agreed. Awesome. Yeah. Are you ready for your trivia challenge? I guess I'm ready. I guess right. we're done talking about one of my favorite bands, but let's go. Well, you know, it's sometimes you got to move on. Right? Okay, let's do it. All right. Now, when I I want to ask you again, sir, please refrain. Okay. Okay. This is band names in horror. Okay. Now, now, okay. don't be so fresh to think that you put, don't put your little party hat on and think, "Oh, I think I've got this all figured out." Okay. Because okay. I don't think you do. Okay. Awesome. These are band names that were somehow inspired by a horror movie or vice versa. Okay. Awesome. So it was a band that was horror that was inspired by a movie name. You got that? Let's go. Let's do it. All right. How many do we got? We've got six. Okay, it's, let's it's do it. It's the reg six. Let's see how you out there listeners do <laughs> on the quiz. Are okay. you ready for number one? Indeed. This rowdy punk rock band formed in Hermosa Beach, California in 1988 by members Jim, Fletcher, Byron, and Jason. They signed a record deal with Epitaph Records, started by Brett Gurowitz from Bad Religion in 1990. Okay. The name of the band derives from a creature in a Stephen King novel. From a Stephen King novel oh my gosh i'm having i don't know enough about it and there's a ton of stephen king novels that are out there um can you give me a little hint on this one beep beep michael beep beep are you is 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 there a song about a car that that is on a like bitchin camaro maybe (laughs) beep beep michael (laughs) oh my gosh Oh, man, I, I am drawing a blank on this one, man. Down here, we all float. It. It. Uh, it. What was the... Oh, oh, Pennywise, dude. Pennywise. Yeah. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 You're, no, you're no, found. No, no, that's okay. it. That's the singer. Yeah, I, I okay. gave you all the... Yeah, you did. So you're, you did. you're you down did. one. No, you know right. what? Okay. All right, number two. Named after this 1981 horror film of the same name, this band from Dublin, Ireland, where Brian from Hamacus was born. No, it's not true. Mommy and Daddy made love and had a baby named Brian. This (laughs) band uses pitch bending, distortion, and digital gravel, uh, uh, and it's been considered shoegazing. And this is not the same band that I was thinking I was writing this question about. <laughs> well, that doesn't help me at all. I'm getting hosed here. I haven't. Okay. This so. w- this question was kind of a fugger. Okay. And the reason why <laughs> was right. because I was after a band, uh-huh. and I'll get. I've got some hints for you. Okay. Yeah. And I hope you get it because as I was doing this question, uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, there's two fucking bands." Oh, okay. 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 But I'm looking for the metal version of it. Okay. So. Okay. Metal. So I get. So I'm going to give you some hints. Okay. Let's hear them. And you get this if you get these hints. Okay. Lauren has the hots for a guy in this film. 
from from 1981 horror film. Last House on the Left is not. And I almost guarantee you're going to get it if I give you another. Give me the next one. Give me the next one. Wilford Brimley is in this movie. The Thing. No? Well, okay. Stop, 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 stop. Wilford, was that 1981? Yeah. Lauren has the hots for a guy that's in this movie, and Wilford Brimley is in this movie. (laughs) <laughs> not but a wilford brimley look-alike is in this movie. oh what what okay a wilford brimley lo- that doesn't even help me because <laughs> it does it should all right you want your last hint yes yes I do. and 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 you get this if you get this last hint. okay okay only because this question sucked okay coal mine Coal mine. Oh, dude, you're talking about my bloody Valentine. Turn up the radio. Okay, that's great. Yeah, he was. She was. Lauren loved like the 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 the, the main guy in yeah, this. Yeah, the hottie in there. Yeah, Wilford okay. Brimley was in there. I forgot that, that a Wilford Brimley yeah, lookalike was that. in that. Yeah. Okay. All right. But, all right. But that that's totally yours because okay. When I finished that question, I was like, I'm looking at all the pictures. I'm like. Who the hell are these? These guys are from. Okay, so wow, I didn't know all that stuff about. Well, it's not this. That's the. That's the problem. Okay, that's the quinky dink. Okay, okay, fucker is that? (laughs) Yeah, that band's from Ireland. My bloody Valentine, the metal band that I wanted to do the question. Uh huh. Yeah, after I wrote the question, I went. Can I? Can I just say one thing too? What. The metal band My Bloody Valentine, I despise. Let's okay. let's move on. Well, that's fine. I don't know what they do. All right, they but, suck. Okay, number three. Walking past the movie parlor, this band saw the title of the movie, and instantly a light went off. The movie on the marquee was actually an anthology flick with three stories: the drop of water, the telephone, and the wardalac, based on a Tolstoy's. The family of the Vordulak. Oh my gosh. The creep show. I have no idea. <laughs> that, that was pretty anticlimactic. Okay, so the Vordulak. I'm trying to think. I swear. This movie was directed by Mario Brava. Mario Brava. Starring oh, Boris dude. Karloff. Dude, uh, Black Sabbath. In your pain, I'm in a pain. In your pain, I'm in a Iron Man. Okay, you're right, you're right. So, well, hey, you got that thanks one. Thanks for the hint. Turn up the radio. Okay, does that count? Okay, so I'm two and one. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Based in New York City, while lead singer was in his... Let me, let me stop here. Can I stop you okay. and talk about... Um, I want to apologize for um, uh, saying the creep show because I know that there was no Mordulac or whatever that was in it. I just, that was the only. There should have been. Well, I was, all I'm saying is that's the only you band. You got to admit that. There should have been. I, I totally agree. That's one band that I know is named after a um, a movie that has more than one story in it. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's move on. All right. Number four. Here we go. So, how are you? Two you're, and one. You're two and one. Two and all one. Right. So, you're doing fine. All right, number four. This band named themselves after a 1961 film where a recent divorcee falls for an over-the-hill cowboy who is struggling to maintain his romantic, his romantically independent lifestyle. 
This was the final film for this female lead. She would die one year, one year later. Conspiracies would shroud her death, and manly and a manly set of punks would be born in 1977. I, I think you're talking about Mar- uh, Marilyn Monroe. You're, yes, I'm talking okay. about her. Uh, and who is the band? Uh, okay, give me that one more time. The Misfits starred Clark Gable. The Marilyn Misfits. Monroe, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't count because you no said the goddamn son of a bitch. You better think about it, baby. All right, you gave it up too early. That does not count, but we'll take it. Right. Okay, so take, we're two. Take the we're two. No, we're two and two. We're two, two and, and two. two. All right, two and two. Here. Number five, based in New York City, while lead singer was in his junior year at Parsons School of Design, hmm. this band quickly began to gain notoriety. The band's first release was called Gods on Voodoo Moon, released October 18, 1985. They pressed 300 copies, in which only 100 were sold. Ooh. The movie from which they got their name was a 1932 classic. IMDb scores it at 6.4. 1932 classic. That is after... Oh man, a band from 1985. Okay, band from 1985 about a movie for it's not White Zombie because that was from 1920 something. Okay, so uh, it's a 1932 classic. classic. Oh my gosh, and a 1985 band. Why am I not making this connection? A 1932 classic. Based in New York City, while lead singer was in his junior year at Parsons School of Design, this band quickly began to gain notoriety. The band's first release was called Gods on Voodoo Moon, released October 18, 1985. They pressed 300 copies in which only 100 were sold. The movie from which they got their name was a 1932 classic. IMDb scored it at 6.4, starring Bella Lugosi. Whoa. Whoa, starring Bella Lugosi from 1932? Oh, man, I do not know, man. You already said it. What is it? White Zombie? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Does that count? Are you going to give that to me? I'm giving it. Turn up. I thought that was 1920-something, man. I didn't realize that was after Dracula. How about that? Okay. That's what I was like, dude, you said White Zombie, but then you're like, oh, but that came out. I thought I thought that came out earlier. Okay. I'll take it. You know what? I will take it, because what's the score now? Three to two? Three to two. So you're winning. Oh, I will take it, because I want to win. Okay, here we go. Number six. This is the final countdown. Yeah, you love that. All right. This bet, you'll never get this. Oh, dear. This band started out as Still Life in 1981. After some lineup changes, they changed the name to Burn Victims. After yeah. more lineup changes, they again changed the band name. All in the same year of 1981. They named the band after a low-budget horror flick where six people are lured to a small, deep south town for a centennial celebration where the locals... Pick them off one by one in revenge for the town's destruction in the Civil War. 2000 Maniacs? 
<laughs> You've got that, so okay. you get that. Okay. So who would the band be? 10,000 Maniacs? Turn up the radio! Yes! I feel like I got that one. That was legit. I feel like I got that I one. Can't I can't believe good. you got that. <laughs> I can't believe you got that. Really? Because well, I was like, out of all of these when I was doing this, uh-huh. like, there's no way he's getting that one. <laughs> 10,000 Maniacs actually named their band after 2,000 I did animals. not know that. In fact, with the what's it, what's it, Natalie Merchant... Ma- yeah. I would never have guessed right. she would be in a extra so point. Okay, okay. Give me some give me some hits. Hey, give them what they want. If love and good, good is the candy. Yeah, what, okay. what else? 10,000 Maniacs. We got, uh, okay, shoot. I'm going to have to separate Natalie Merchant's solo stuff, but we got, uh, there was one, Eat for Two. These are the, the days. days to Eat, by the way, Eat for Two is a is a is a is a hit of theirs too. By the way, oh, fantastic. So so I'm giving you some trivia. Is what I'm because saying. Because the night belongs to love. Now who actually wrote that song? We talked about it in another trivia quiz. Patty Smythe. Smith, I will accept Did that. I say Smythe. I meant Smith. Smith. I meant Smith. Fantastic. Turn up. Yes. Very good. I feel sir. good about it, man. I'll tell you what, that was a t- that was a tougher one for me, man. That's pretty impressive. Well, I appreciate I it. I didn't think you'd pull Patty Smith. I, out I have there. to admit that I'm uh that, that there was a time in my life where I was a huge ten thousand maniacs fan though. Oh, I don't so, doubt that. Okay. All right. All right. I, I, you know, it was a time when I'm trying to, you know, you know, you know, find my feminine side I know, and sure. stuff like that. Okay. All right. In there between the corn and limp, limp biscuits and all that, I understand. It's it's, it's reasonable. Oh, that's my all goodness. I got. Awesome. That was great. Die Monster Die. Go check it out, people. It's all on Spotify. Every the thing is, we talked about one album. Every one of their albums is great. So go check them out. But. As far as this episode is concerned, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about one of the ultimate horror masters uh, films from 1987 called Prince of Darkness. Oh, yeah. Anyone in close proximity has the same dream. What is it? A secret that can no longer be kept. It started a month ago. What started? A change in the earth and the sky. His power. There's a weird locking mechanism. Looks like it can only be opened from the inside. A life form is growing out of prebiotic fluid. It's not winding down into disorder. It's self-organizing. It's becoming something. What?
right, we're back, and we are going to be talking about Prince of Darkness from 1987. Uh, IMDb, you know, we love the IMDb here at the Corpse Cast. We love uh-huh, it. Yeah. You know, we we you know we give the scores and stuff like that because you know it's a pretty established place here. Yeah. What do you suppose that Prince of Darkness has here on the IMDb? I saw the IMDb. Oh it, so. shit! So that's no fair. Six point six. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you feel like it's ironic that this is a movie about Satan and it's got six point six? And if you know what, listen. If you were going to round that out to further decimals, I think it would be six point six six exactly. I really think it would be that because you know what, this is a completely satanic movie. I love its guts. Let's move on. Written and directed by John Carpenter. Um, I don't really think I need to talk about who this guy is. Yeah. To anybody listening. Yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. If, if, if you don't know who John Carpenter is right now, do me a favor. Go look him up. Go check out some of his movies because uh, let me tell you something. You're in for a treat. If yeah, you, I would think so. Well, well, how would it be to go back and not have seen like The Thing or Halloween or yeah. or In the Mouth of Madness? Big or any, Trouble in Little China. Oh, my gosh. How would that be? I would love it because I would love to see all those movies again for the first time yeah i would log lo- oh i love that movie dude it, me too man it's it, to go back and be able to watch all those for the first time by the way even if you've seen them before right now it's like we said it's october he's got a lot of movies that are great for this time of year people commence yeah exactly. enjoy um this movie starred donald pleasance yeah. okay you know love he, them you know the the I over, love him dude. the overacting totally uh dramatic can i stop act- you Please do. I have a little note that just said Donald Pleasance is on the verge. He's at uh-huh. the top of the pyramid of uh-huh. overacting, but he just teeters back and forth. Sure. I love him sure. because it's like he's, it's called in the pocket. Okay. He's in the pocket because every time I see him in any movie, uh-huh. I'm like, he's just, about, oh fuck. He's, he's going to teeter over to the, <laughs> the overacting and he's, he just right there, dude. I dare call him the Pooh Bear of horror movies. I okay, okay, we okay. can go with that. We are we're on the same page here. Yeah, we're, okay. Uh, this also starred Victor Wong as Professor Howard Birak. Egg Shen. I was gonna say best known as Egg Shen from Big Trouble in Little China, which was also a, a John Carpenter movie. Um, this also starred Jameson Parker as Brian Marsh. Mustache, beautiful mustache. Okay, couple of things. First of all, I want to mention something. He was the weaker Simon in Simon and Simon. Oh, that's right. Huh? And, and by the way, this movie, did you notice that his mustache was a, just a tiny bit uneven? Yeah. It was, and I had a hard time with that. Was that, uh, oh my God, there was a TV show with the other Simon. Major Dad? <laughs> yes! Indeed. Yeah. He was Major Dad's counterpart in a movie, or in, in, sorry, in a I'm glad you brought that together, yes. dude, because I knew I knew him from somewhere. I used to watch Simon and Simon all the time, around the same time, really? as far as I know. This I don't was, think I ever watched an episode of that. I always thought, you know what, the, the other Simon, Major Dad, he was like the main Simon. This yeah. guy was kind of like, yeah, he's the other Simon. Major Dad. Sure. Major, Major Dad Simon. <laughs> <laughs> good, good man. Uh, let's see. It also starred Lisa Blunt as uh, Catherine Danforth. Did you recognize her? The redhead. The redhead. She looked familiar. Can't place her. Did we do a movie on this podcast called Dead and Buried? 
Really? We did. Did we? We did, yes, right? We did. On this one. Yes, we did. Do you did. remember the very first scene where that guy's taking pictures of the hot booby chick? That's her. That's her, dude. Oh. Yes. Before they grab him in the in the fishnet. Indeed. And stab him. She was a there. blonde back then. In this movie, she happens to be oh, a red. I knew it. I mean, yes. I saw her face. I was like, son of a bitch. I saw, you know what's funny is I saw that and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is the hot booby lady in Dead and Buried. Yeah. There you go. Uh, moving on, uh, let's see. We had Dennis Dunn uh, as Walter. The, he was also in Big Trouble in Little China. We had Susan Blanchard as Kelly and Howard as Susan. Is that Wang? No, Wang no. from I mean, the, yes. the other Japanese guy. Yes. Wang. Yes, he was the yeah. one that like loved Asians and stuff like he that. He dressed exactly the same. Well, it's the eighties. Yeah, mean, he kept saying, it's like hey, a uniform. If I don't come back, you can have my Porsche. And she was like. <laughs> Whatever. Th- this guy, yeah, whatever. Okay. Did anyone that. tell you you could pass for Asian? <laughs> he he is very racist, like yeah. pro Asian, which is fine. Pro Asian race. I like Asian chicks. What are you gonna do? Um, let's see. It also starred Ann Howard as Susan and Yen as Lisa, who could pass for Asian. Uh, Dirk Blocker as Mullins. Uh, Jesse Lawrence Ferguson as Calder, and Peter Jason as Doctor Leahy. Who was it in the mouth of madness and they live? So all these people are basically, you know, John, you know, a lot of them are John Carpenter staples and whatnot. But right. I want to mention one other person who, who is now an actor in this movie, but who has, who has made an album that we've talked about on this, on this podcast. Oh, really? Alice Cooper, dude. Oh, duh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Alice Cooper, the bum. Yeah, he just played. Uh, he he's credited as the street schizo. Probably schizo. a good idea. They they didn't give him any, you know, dialogue. lines and stuff. Yeah. Sure. Well, but he he does a good job of looking creepy. Yeah. Because good oh old, hell yeah, he because looks good, good old Vincent Fernier looks pretty creepy. Yeah. As it is. Okay. Um, let's see. The budget of this was uh, $3 million, and the box office has made $14.2 million. But let's move on. Let's get into the plot. Before, actually, before I get into this, I want to say one thing. Um, this is streaming on Netflix, and I assume that's how you watched it. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, want to, I, I want to invite Universal, the, the, the people who actually put out this movie. Right. I want to invite them to kiss my ass. Oh. Okay. They did all those other horror movies, all the great universal classics and whatnot. But I bought this DVD a long, long time ago. Um, and that was one of the worst DVDs like, as far, really? as far as the movie, like the movie looked fine. I mean, it was whatever, but there was no surround sound on the DVD. Uh, there was no commentaries, no featurettes. All it had was a trailer for this movie. You know, whatever. I know those DVDs suck the balls. Yeah, dude, and all I'm saying is maybe there's been a release since the one I bought. I bought it. Oh man, I don't know how long. I don't even know when I bought this, this DVD, but you know, it's a John Carpenter. I bought it a long time ago and. Um, I will confess something later on in the show why I haven't maybe checked up on it. But okay. for now, let's get into let's get into the movie. All right. Um, actually, can I say one thing before we start? Sure. I know, I know, I keep stopping and whatnot. But John Carpenter, as we know, he, not only does he direct his movies, but some of his movies he actually does the soundtrack. Yeah, and I enjoy it. And th- yeah, this is one of the movies where he did the soundtrack. There's something that is is awesome. About when they play the music all the way through? Yes. You know, and the thing is, is John Carpenter, he hasn't, like I said, he hasn't done the, the music to all of his movies, but he did the music to like this one, obviously Halloween. One, uh, you ever seen John Carpenter's Vampires? No. Oh my gosh. So. You gotta see that movie. It is unbelievably good. It's really Did good. he do the, uh, 
I think he did the music to Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, I don't know. I think he did because it had Big Trouble in Little China has that same thing where the music is always playing. Kind of like the driving little type of thing. Yeah, it's good stuff. He did the music for this. And let me just give him kudos, John Carpenter kudos for this because um, his music, his score on this really made the suspenseful parts even better. Yeah, totally. And he, he did a great job. He really knows what he's doing. Anyway, so let's get into the plot. Egg Shen, Professor Howard Birak, as I said, played by Victor Wong. He's teaching some kind of a quantum physics theory class. You know, we see him teaching. It's nice because, you know, we, we, we get a look into his classroom. They're discussing theory on the origins of reality. Uh, we're introduced to some of the students, Simon and Simon. Uh, there's a guy that I like to call Tubby Mullet. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, skull, skull. What do you call it? The skull, skull cap. Skull. skull it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I like to call him Tubby Mullet. I've seen him too. Seen oh, have you? I, yeah. I don't recognize him, but uh, I'm kind of with you. I mean, I do recognize him, but I can't. I can't put a finger on what he's in. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Dead and buried booby girl and uh, Jack Burton's friend. Uh, you know the, the Wang. Wang. Exactly. Uh, we also have, like I said, Donald Pleasance, who seems to have made some kind of. First of all, Donald Pleasance plays this Catholic priest. Yeah. Who has made some kind of realization, which is throwing him into a panic. Um, and that's kind of how the movie starts. Um, basically what we, what we have going on is we kind of have two, not necessarily competing uh, things, but we all, we all kind of think about religion and science kind of being, you know, at opposite ends of the spectrum. Sure. And this movie starts off with Donald Pleasance and, you know, his whole deal. He, you know, he's a very religious guy. And then we have, um, Professor Barat. Well, yeah, Egg Shen teaching about all this science, quantum physics. He's teaching this class. And we, you know, we've got all these super smart guys in college. Um, you know, talking, it's funny because they, they start talking about all these really deep subjects and it's really great. Anyway, Donald Pleasance, um, you know, he, he's made this, he, we don't exactly in the beginning, we don't know what's going on, but we know that he's made this kind of, uh, uh, realization that something's going on. Right. And, you know, throughout the movie, we see natural occurrences, like strange natural occurrences happening, like like the sun and the moon in the same sky, like right by each other, you know, kind of like the heavens are off. We see like bugs and stuff like that, like worms and ants. Yeah, who collecting are, on the windows. Exactly, the, like freaking out, just doing all sorts of weird stuff. All the bums and people in town are kind of... Look into the sky, and then they they're drawn to that church for some reason. Exactly, and, then, and so we got all these weird, uh, you know, occurrences that are going on, but nobody knows exactly what's going on. Well, anyway, the priest, who by the way is is uh, whose name, who they never say it, I don't think, but but his name is Father Loomis. Oh no, shit! Yeah, I don't think they say that in the movie, but that's what he's credited at. Well, I don't actually. I don't know if it's in the in the. I, I don't remember looking at the credits or anything. Donald like Pleasance or yes. the guy that no died, Donald the, Pleasance. The pre- Donald Pleasance that's is sweet, named uh, Father Loomis. He gets a hold of uh, Egg Shen, Professor Barak, and asks him for help. Uh, what happens is is uh, uh, Egg Shen shows up uh, to this church, like you were saying, um, and Donald Pleasance takes him down into the basement of this old church. He tells him about, uh, you know, uh, first of all, they're walking through this like almost set of caves, um, except for it's kind of like rooms, kind of a secret. You know, they go through this door that's locked right. up, and they go through these secret set of of, of rooms that uh, that we learn later that even the Vatican doesn't know about, but. They come to a room where there's a, a bunch of candles and a huge altar 
on the top of this altar is a giant jar of swirling green jello. Yeah. Like a uh, tornado in a cylinder, just <laughs> absolutely swirling around. And also, there's this very old book on a pedestal next to the green jello. Uh, seemingly, uh, you know, is there, is there looking at it and whatever? It, uh, Donald Pleasance is explaining, hey, you know, it's weird because check out this book. It's like it's been written over and then it's been, uh, you know, ri- written over a bunch of times. It's been erased and written over. Their language is uh, some Coptic languages, some of it's Latin. Um, but the book says that the green jello is basically the corporeal embodiment of the Antichrist. Right. Uh, you know, and, and it's, and, uh, you know, and to make a long story short, the signs are showing all these natural signs going on, plus what's going on with the green jello. Uh, they're showing that Armageddon is on its way. It's happening, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's starting to squirt out and leak out or something. <laughs> exactly. Because now they can smell it and feel it, and Donald Pleasant's going, oh. Can you feel that, I action? feel something. The room got cold. It's evil. Right, yeah. sure. Well, basically, so so the whole premise of this movie is that Donald Pleasance has brought in Egg Shen because he wants Egg Shen and his students to come in and to prove that the book, you know, that the on the pedestal right by the green jello is uh real. Yeah. Is, is you know, it's there, it's real. You can help. Yeah. It's like I don't know what you know, Donald Pleasant is like, I don't know what the hell to do. Yeah, he's like maybe you guys can come up with a scientific absolutely. answer to this problem. I need to know what's going on. I need you to prove the authenticity of this book and I need you to tell me what to do. In essence, and that's that's basically what the movie's about. Uh, so, Xian's like, okay, well, let's teach this class. Well, one of these weekends, they say, well, why don't we bring in all our students? Why don't we bring in a bunch of different scientists, uh, mathematicians, physicists, theologians, language experts, chemists, and um, you know, let let's set up in this church and let's see what we can do. Let's run some experiments on this thing and let let's see what we can find out. Yeah. So that that's that it basically sets up the rest of the movie. Here is are these group of students of these doctors of these really you know people who are um, embedded in the uh, what do you call that like the like the the scientific community. Yeah, both sides. You you've got the priests, you got the scientists, you've got Lisa that that starts to uh, transcribe this big Ab- book. Yes, absolutely. And then you're like, I liked the fact that, you know, she comes down with the, uh, this is the father of yes. Satan. Yeah, they, they, it's, it's funny because what she finds out is that this isn't just the Antichrist, that this is actually Satan. This green jello is yeah. Satan, and he wants to bring his father right. into, the, into the world. But... Le- so we're, like, we're getting a little bit ahead huh. of ourselves. Yeah, sure. Um, as more time passes, the weird stuff starts compounding. You know, we got the bums. We got Alice Cooper, who seems to be the leader of the bums. They're starting to form posses and they're starting to kind of, you know, kind of like act as if they're possessed and act, you know, like, you know, they're, they're, they're all of one mind and that they all have one mission to, to control. Yeah. Or, or sorry, to, to carry out and they're all under control from this green jello. Anyways, like like you said, as all the scientists are setting up shop, one woman gets interpreting the book. Um, you know, they have all sorts of machines and sensors on the cylinder, and they're taking readings and what of the energy levels and stuff like that. Um, however, it turns out that this green jello is sentient, 
and can actually affect some of the people that are there that come down to you know that that are around you know in the proximity right. of the of the they just um, feel it in their bones. They're like, oh, there's something evil in that thing. You know, and it's funny because one one of my favorite parts of this movie is there's a, a lot of interesting things starting to show up. Uh, you know, on the re, on these scientific readings, uh, for instance, uh, differential equations start showing up, which is uh, uh, calculus, even though it didn't even exist when this right. book was written. You know, like, supposedly. Huh? <laughs> and it actually starts communicating through the sensors, through the computers to, what's her name, Lisa? Lisa, yeah. yeah. exactly. Um, you know, the bums are getting more restless. The worms and ants are starting to show up everywhere. Uh, the scientific stuff continues. They carbon date some of the corrosion on the cylinder. It's 7, Seven million, million years, years old. Um, one of my favorite parts, though, is when Lisa... Uh, has done a little bit of translation and she just starts to tell a little bit, like yeah, she was I saying like the that. story. She was saying that the father of Satan buried, uh, his son in a canister in the desert in the Middle East somewhere. Yeah. Um, the father of Satan is a god who once walked the earth before man but was banished to the dark side. But Satan is here in this vial. Uh, bottom line is that, um, They've got this vial, and they've got this green jello, and they've and they've got whatever's going on. Who contains Satan? And in essence, Satan's mission is to come and to bring back his father into this world. Right. And I guess you know it's up to the scientists to number one figure out what's going on, and number two to stop it. Well, yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. It's so, up to anyone in that goddamn building. To figure out what the hell's going on and how do we contain it, you know, and what can we do? And there's a lot of things that go on, and I don't want to give out too much. I thought about that was me. interesting. How they did you notice that she said something about Jesus being an alien life yes, form? Yes, he wasn't human. And I was like, that's interesting. That he came. That his only reason to come down was to warn the people. So you've got son or the father yep. of Satan. Yep. You've got seven, you know, evolution, the seven million years. Yep. You've got Jesus, alien life form, right. humanoid life form. It was like they threw, they, it was like the, that big cobble pot. Listen, I'm they, just, they, they basically I liked it. took kind of things that are familiar to us. Yeah. And they kind you've of threw science, a wrench into you've got, it. You've got, you know, religion. Yeah. They talked about evolution. You've how got exactly. alienism. You've got, who would have thunk the mother of Satan? What? Exactly. There's the mo- someone even eviler than, than normal Satan? I'll be damned. <laughs> the thing is, is in my opinion, this movie had, uh, came up with, it's, it's funny because, to, to mention a little bit of trivia. I guess that John Carpenter had been re- researching theoretical physics. Um, you know, basically how math in, uh, uh, kind of relates to and rationalizes real human phenomena. Uh, and he was also studying atomic theory, which is kind of the theory of matter. He's saying, you know what? I'm studying this stuff right now, but you know what would be awesome? What? I'm going to put this in. I'm going to put the things that I've been learning from this class in the whole theory of reality and how it works. Right. And I'm going to put it into a movie, and I'm going to ma- and, and I'm going to take things that are familiar to people, such as Christ and how he came down. You know, it's funny. He also mentioned that Christ was like trying to warn people, but they thought he was crazy, so they killed him. Basically, you know, right. in essence. And then there was that little bit about. Uh, you know him sending his angel down and all yes. that. You know, yeah, it was, it, it was. It was a really good mythos to this whole movie. Yeah, and it, and it had little sprinkles of everything in it. We I mean, we also found out that um, even though Christ was uh, you know was taken out, um, 
there has been one person on the earth who has kept this secret. And, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, priests, I assume, you know, Catholic priests and whatnot, who've held this secret of this green jello. Which is, is that why the, the, the key to the room was yes. on the priest's chest? He, he held the secret? Yes. There, we, was going to die. and he, he died in the first scene, which we didn't mention, but there's a priest that died in the first scene. And the next one in order was Father Loomis. Yeah. So in essence, he was just the next in line. But Father Loomis is like, oh, my gosh. You know, and he figured out one thing that I thought was really awesome is he's sitting here saying, well, you know, I can't remember exactly how it came up. Maybe Shan asked him about what's going on down here. He said, listen, what we need to do is we are hiding this secret from everybody, including the Vatican, including whatever. Yeah, everybody. But what we're doing is we're trying to, to buy time until science, till our science has progressed enough to verify these things for people because you know what people aren't going to believe people you know it's like even mentioned you know people don't use faith anymore they need this stuff to be proven to them so we're going to hold this secret down here until we feel like science has you know is progressed far enough to where that that this can be proven that this book that was on that pedestal can be uh, basically people can it can be authenticated you know people will believe it but the problem is, is all this stuff started happening, and it kind of exacerbated the whole problem. I got a what the fuck moment. Okay, let's hear it. Egg Shen falls asleep at that desk. Okay, you got Donald Pleasance, <laughs> and you've got Egg Shen having this big, deep conversation in the office. Indeed. It cuts away to a couple of scenes. When you come back, uh-huh. Egg Shen is completely asleep yep. on the desk. Well, yeah, he's And old. he's having a nightmare. Sure. He wakes up. <clears throat> But Donald Pleasance is still sitting there in the chair go, what did you dream about? Well, I was like, <laughs> he's like, did Donald, you dream, you're, did you dream about me, Action? I was like, <laughs> what the hell are you doing, Donald? You're just really, <laughs> sitting the, in there. the Chinaman falls asleep on the desk and you're just going to sit and watch him sleep and wait for him to wake up. Well, dude, we didn't even mention the whole thing with the dreams. You know, yeah. apparently there's this whole other side plot that's going on where basically people in the future have figured out how Is to. Is that what it was? Yes. How people in the future have said, you know what? We figured out the technology to send these messages back in time. And that, you know, because everybody who was around that whole church and whatever, if they fell asleep, they had the, the same dream about, you know, it, it was just this weird, it was a picture of the church and there was some evil presence coming out the See, front door. See, dude, that, and if there was anything creepy to me about it, it was that image of that person or whatever right. standing in the door. That right. was kind of creepy. The only problem with that is, is the fact, the fact of the matter is, is that these people are in the future. Obviously, if they're in the future, then you know they're still around, so the world didn't end. But uh, and yeah, you probably have the answer. So tell us the answer for the container instead of just being all cryptic about it. But to top it all off, the icing on the cake is this: Didn't they see Back to the Future? I mean, don't you know not to mess with the past people? Exactly. Don't you know that you're going to start losing like your arm and shit? You start kissing your mama, and <laughs> you're going to evaporate, <laughs> dude. I couldn't have put it better myself. But that's, in essence, Jordan the whole Ash story. Jordan pants and everything else. It's like your mama seeing you and Jordan looking hot like that, like sure. she looked. Yes. Would you sleep yes. with your mother if she was that no, hot looking? No. Please. No. No. Right. Come on. Come on. But basically, this, and, and I've got a confession to make. Okay. 
I don't want to, first of all, I don't want to go too much more into the plot because it's pretty intricate. And a lot of the stuff they talk about, I mean, they theorize a lot of stuff about theology and science and stuff like that. It's really interesting. Um, you know, the, and, I, and I also think that that's one of the, the main draws of this movie. I got to make a confession though, man. I haven't seen this movie in years. Yeah. And the problem is, is when I was a younger man, and I didn't realize that there were movies that were like, you know, we're going to be a, sl- we're going to be a slow paced movie. Sure. You know, we're going to, we're going to work through this stuff and it's not about the action. It's not about the gore and it's not about the blood. We're going to have a movie about the story and stuff like that. I had not seen this movie all the way through right. until we watched it for this, this episode. Oh, really? Yeah. So you'd never watched it all the way through. I'd, and I'd started it a hundred times. I swear to you. Cause I'm like, Oh, sweet. Alice Cooper's in it. In fact, Alice Cooper's on the, one of the covers, you know, one of the posters mm-hmm. on this. The thing, and I don't know, I don't know what my problem was, but I don't, I don't think I really understood what this movie was about until I watched it for this episode. And that, that, that it was all about the mythos, that it was all about, you know, kind of what's going on, the, 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 the collision of science and religion and how it works together and whatnot. And, you know, and I didn't really understand that that what, that's what it was about, but. As I'm watching this now, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is really, really solid. You know, this is, this movie is unlike, I don't, I mean, you know me, first of all, I love satanic movies and there are plenty of satanic movies out there, but this movie's story is unlike any other movie out there, man. Yeah. Dude, one note, the microbiologist black guy. Okay. The Mona Lisa. He would be fantastic on a date because that guy laughed <laughs> so much in that movie. He did. He did. That it was, and he got a creepy smile too, didn't well, he? Well, because he was possessed, right? But I mean, it was just like, uh I was just thinking, dude, as much as that guy laughs, you could take that guy to dinner and be like, hey, here's some jambalaya and let's, you know, and you tell him a funny joke. You feel pretty, you feel pretty good about yourself. But after watching this, what did you think, man? I, yeah, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I mean, there was a lot of pee pee. Okay. Mouth pee pee's, you know, to get yeah, the demons the, the across. Green, the green jello, the way that it would, it would possess somebody is like squirt green pee pee into people's mouths. Yeah, it was just like this stream that would shoot out from one mouth to another. Sure. Um, I love Egg Chen. I love Egg Chen too. It. <laughs> uh, it, it was it was a good good movie for me. Let me- I, I'm glad they didn't utilize Alice Cooper any more than just being a Agreed. creepy dude. Agree. You know, and the thing is, is is uh, you know, coupled Alice Cooper and the whole creepiness and the whole like dead eyes and the whole hi I you know I'm kind of a possessed coupled with John Carpenter's uh sound you know his score it yeah. went out did a kept up that suspense man and it kept things really creepy and we're not we're even skipping over a lot of scenes that were you know super like, yeah there creepy. was one scene where I was like oh uh when Lisa is coming through the wall and they're beating her with sticks and right, bricks right total <laughs> uh, total stunt double. Oh yeah, when well, she sure. stands, I was like, oh, oh my shit. god, it's like uh, Ace Freely and and uh, uh, Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park <laughs> in that whole fight scene, or it's like some black guy and and uh, I, I enjoyed the movie, man. Okay. I I definitely give it a high 
rent. Oh, okay. A higher I, rent. I can't go, you know, I can't go by. Well, like I said, man, I mean, this, this movie is, is kind of unlike some of its, uh, some of John Carpenter's other movies where they were just more straightforward. Where it was like, you know, you look at The Thing or you look at Halloween or even John Carpenter's Vampires, The Fog, yeah. uh, Escape from New York, all that stuff like that. It's pretty straightforward what's going on. It, this movie is not about, you know, hi, here's this whole progression of a story where we're telling you a ghost story or whatnot. It's about, it's almost more about theoretical issues or, or, sure, or topics, yeah. you know, it's more of a, you know, and, and the thing is, is it, it kind of, it kind of straddled that line of, okay, we have Mr. Simon and Simon and hot booby lady from dead and buried. And, you know, they're talking all this deep stuff and it kind of straddled that line between, oh, what they're talking about is super awesome. And, oh, you know, there, we, we need to move this story along because I'm getting a little bit bored, but like I said, when I was a younger man, I had a real hard time with this movie. As I yeah. watched it this time, I I liked it a lot more. This, you know, and the thing is, is we did end up having like a whole, you know, satanic um, ending. You know, we we had the whole thing where you know, sure, Satan was being born, and Satan needed to take a corporeal form in order to bring, you know, his father from the other. From the you know another plane and what I and mean, we had that whole thing, but I don't think that's really what this movie was about. I think it was about the theoretical uh, type of of uh, you know how how science and religion kind of intertwine. And you know, I the thing is, is I think that that there there aren't too many movies, at least that I've seen that that kind of take that on. And I feel like this movie kind of takes it on head first. I mean, it really goes for it. And it would I just really be nice it. to see Jesus come down and go, Hey guys, sorry, I'm late, but bang, I got rid of this problem for you. Especially if it's he like was like an never, alien with the big eyes and stuff. There's never any, I mean, everything that has to do with this kind of stuff. It's like, there's never any, you know, it's that, that lower life form, that devil, that demon that seems to, you know, destroy everything that's going on. There's True. never any kind of a, well, bam. Uh, here's here's right. the the good side, you know. The good side is the hard sweat and struggle of the other guy. It's not humans. just a sure. problem solved, right? To to make everyone go, oh man, you know, Dude. awesome. I thought it was great. I liked the way they mixed everything together. Uh-huh. I thought it was cool with the even down to the detail of the, you know, the the corrosion that was on the top absolutely. of the canister absolutely it's seven million years old and they and- did a, i think they did a great job weaving that whole mythos into it yeah. i really do um and know, maybe that has to do a lot with like you were saying with john carpenter and he was studying up on absolutely that. i i so honestly he, think that's all it was i think that's mostly half what, that you know because uh a big trouble in little china came out the year before that uh-huh. 18, uh, and that 19, was just crazy jack burton stuff yeah that was like what was this this, this came was out in 87 yep. so 86 yep. that came out he just went i like you i like you i like you right. come on over you know let's do the next film. I'll, I'll tell you one thing i i love big trouble in little china mm-hmm. and I, I mean that's one of my favorite movies of all time all I, time I, dude you know jack burton's whole deal oh my gosh it, yeah. ma- it makes everything me cry. everything I love that it. guy says is like ah yeah this, this movie um, I don't, I, I think it, it just went for a totally different, not necessarily totally different, 
uh, audience, but it went for a totally different vibe. This was more of a kind of a thinking man's. It, it wasn't much. I mean, it wasn't like fun times watching this movie. Sure. You know, it was more of a, you know, let's think about it. This is all about story one up. But you got to admit one thing, Shane. Yeah. What? Egg Shin's mullet in this was oh, glorious. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It that was, was an oriental. It was glorious. That was a rocker. That was a, you know, <laughs> that was an egg roll up front and a, you know. <laughs> Tung Shui in the back. It was it was so good, dude. And, and Egg Shen with his one eye that it can only yeah. open halfway. It love was, that. Listen, I loved this movie. I I liked it a little bit more than you did. I would give this a solid buy. Um, okay. The thing is, is is I think that you got to be in the mood uh, to watch any kind of slow burn movie at all. But this one especially because this isn't one that you're going to be like, oh look, there's. There's a there's an alien that can. There's a lot of things. good little one-liners there. There sure there is, but it, but it it's just like you said, it's a slow burn, and it's not action-packed by any means. And it's, it's not just kind of rolling through the. However, the thing. this is some. This is a movie that I thoroughly enjoyed i don't know what my problem was I'm, i was a knave before i watched it this time i didn't appreciate what it had to offer maybe it's because i didn't understand what it had to offer i loved this movie this time as we're watching it um the bottom line is is i think that this deserves maybe not to be on the upper echelon of a john carpenter with his some of his classics but yeah, this, this is, is third pretty tier. close. No, I, you know, I think I, I disagree. I think it's pretty close to there. As long as people understand that this is a different kind of movie. Sure. The, 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 it seemed like almost that this was a different period in John Carpenter's life. You know, after Even though Simon only a year and Simon, after, he sure. made love to to boobies from, from boobies from Dead and Buried. <laughs> that was hot. Have you ever done that? Where you after sexing, you get up and you go out to the balcony with your shirt open and no <laughs> shoes on. No. You know when he walked outside and he had his shirt open and he was just like god i got some pussy <laughs> i you know the whole time i think it man you need to, to eat have up. you ever done you that though where you're eat. like where you, uh, you just get done making it and then you're like man I, you know maybe and you, you feel go out and have a cigarette sure. or something but you know i felt triumphant you got, you're you're like even either naked or in your underpants and you're just kind of you go out on the balcony <laughs> or something to go Fuck, life is good. Sure. Right oh, dude, absolutely. Almost every time I do it now, unless I really, unless I roll over and pass out immediately. But listen, uh, I'm I've been married. I was with him. him though. I'm just saying, Simon and Simon. I was with him. Listen, because he went out and he was like, I just boned that redhead in there, and she was not ugly. And then he was just like, What the hell's going on with the sky and shit? But, <laughs> listen, this whatever, movie, in my opinion, her. it had great characters. It had a great story. You know, there was a lot of there just wasn't a ton of action. But I, like I said, I don't think it's that kind of movie, man. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, you know, I think this is uh, meant to be what it ended up being, and I really enjoyed it for what it was. I, I'm with you on that. Great story. Great movie, you know. Just to- I give this a solid buy, people. It's on Netflix instance, so go check it out. Do me a favor if you do buy this, and I'm not sure that there's any other releases after the one I bought. Don't buy the one I bought because it sucks. There's no extras. I would have loved to get like a like an audio commentary track or even a. If I'm buying of- DVDs or anything, Blu-rays or anything right. like that, it's got to be 
just packed. I, yeah, and this one was not. But, of course, I probably bought it in the early 2000s when they could stick anything on DVD and just be like, here, eat it, dick. Oh, yeah. You know, so, and I assume that's when I bought it because whatever, even though I didn't, I hadn't watched it since then. But anyway, there you go. That is Prince of Darkness. Go out and buy this, people. But if you're, if, if, if you're like Shane, you need to check it on Netflix. It's on streaming. Do that for right It's streaming. It's, a, in fact, that's one of the, like Stream I said. Stream it like the green pee pee that shoots from everybody's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> that's why, that's actually why, one of the reasons why we chose this movie because we needed a quick fix after we bumped bad biology. Yeah. But whatever. That, that's, I guess it is, uh, it, it's just that. Go it out is, and check it out. It's just that. Anyway. So, I mean, I guess that's all you got. I, I assume that's all I got. Uh, let me, let me, um, let me, let me throw out a little bit of trivia for this. I did not know this, but this is part of John Carpenter. He had what, I guess what he called the Apocalypse Trilogy, which I did not know anything about. Um, this was, uh, I guess it started with a thing from 1982. It had this one in, and it had In the Mouth of Madness. Right. And for some reason, I don't really understand the perfect, uh, how those three movies go together, but apparently he had some kind of trilogy in mind, kind of a into the world type of deal. And that, you know, and this movie kind of was right there in the end. Um, this one actually does seem to be an unappreciated film, an underappreciated film, maybe. Um, you know, for one of John Carpenter's, especially after watching it, enjoying it as much as I did this time, um, it, apparently it didn't do too well with, uh, a lot of critics back in the day. Um, but you know, as they do, well, critics hate everything. Those guys are exactly. jerk faces, whatever. They only like shit that's, that's like, you know, about, uh, social issues and they can kiss my freaking ass. And I don't care about that. But the bottom line is, is in my opinion to me, and maybe it's not to some of the listeners, this is an unappreciated gem from John Carpenter. Right? This isn't one I pull out a lot. You know, I usually, if I'm going to watch some John Carpenter, you haven't pulled it out at all. You mm. pulled it out. For this watching, apparently. exactly. That, well, I I was just scrolling over Netflix and I'm like, oh, well, I made a little list. And I'm like, oh, well, why don't we do this one? Right. Might as well. It's very Halloweeny. It's satanic, and you know how I love satanic movies. You do. But anyway, I don't. I don't want to keep continuing on with whatever. That's. I guess that's a review. That that that's what we got. But what's the question? What the the question for the episode? Oh, we already mentioned it. What is your uh, Halloween traditions? Halloween traditions. Call in. The bone phone is 206-339-2730. That, again, is 206-339-2730. Or if you go to corpsecollected.com, you can click on the tab that says the speak pipe and send us uh, a voicemail about that. Answer that question for you. And get on the uh, Facebook group and and be friends. Please do it. You can go to corpsecollected.com. You see a Facebook icon there. Click it there and request to join. We will. We love new people coming into the Facebook group. Yeah. Go ahead and sign up, and we'll have a good time. It's all yeah. kids. Oh, I had fun. This is a good one, man. I'll this t- was a zing day. I'll tell you what. It's it's hard. It was a little bit hard for me to express how much more I appreciated this this time than I had in the past. But I hope I I hope I got that across. You always do. Good. <laughs> good movie. What are you gonna do? Other than that, I guess I guess that's it, right? I think that's everything we've got. I am exhausted. So why I'm, don't we do this? I'm beat. We will catch these guys later. See ya. I'll never